Hi everyone, and welcome back to episode number 68 of the Couch on Ice podcast. I am your host, Rylan. I'll introduce the other boys. We got a little bit to talk about today. We got some injury corner, injury news to talk about. We got some really awful stuff happening in the AHL and the ECHL. Uh, And then we got some more all-star game talk, just like with the trend of the last few weeks. Uh, but before we get into I'll introduce the boys, how about we throw it over to the one who has the biggest foot in his mouth, Jordan, with Chris Kreider being number one leading angles. <laughs> tied. Yeah, you know what, but I can at least admit it. I'll admit when I'm wrong and I was wrong. I don't blame you. Being it up this season and I'm not not ashamed to say before hey before the season i bet a lot of people were would have been sitting there like chris Kreider might be the worst contract in the rangers and now they're definitely not saying that as he's yeah it's it's funny because it's like i was like oh yeah no he's not gonna be just terrible like he'll he'll bounce back i didn't think he'd be terrible but six and a half for nothing compared to what i thought so oh he's he's outplaying his six and a half million dollar contract surprisingly at like 31 or two or however he's just (laughs) madness around the net yeah he's so much stronger than everyone like Uh, i I hate to say it the game gets softer and he isn't Yeah, I bet in like five years we're talking about him breaking like Pavelski's record or something if he plays anything. Well, how can he not? He's going to be playing with Laffy and his his team's going to get better around him. He'll get older, he'll become like, you know, the certified vet captain of the team, probably kind of guy. Yeah. And if not Adam Fox, the team yeah. is gonna be nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, man. I, I love, I love this guy. Like, I mean, he'll be he's like a, a proud dad watching his <laughs> kids play. <light it> <laughs> uh, I mean, now that I think about it, though, like what he's doing is insane. But he's been on a twenty goal pace for the past four seasons, and with limited games in all those years. So, wow. I'm, like he's he's a twenty goal scorer his whole career, pretty much based on games played. Yeah, yeah. He's had three years where he didn't have 20 goals or more and in those years the first one he had two goals in 23 games uh six mm-hmm. 17 and 66 and then 58 or 16 yeah and definitely so he's a goal starting scorer. To, definitely yeah. starting to see it more with guys turning like 28 getting closer to 30 and yeah. them actually finding their full game finding yeah. out who they are on the ice like a uh, david perron like this uh insane mustache man of Chris i don't know Ryder. if that's age i think that's team i swear he's only been good on the blues <laughs> what do you mean he lit it up on the old uh Perron's... the old uh knights there dog that's kind of where he found his footing but he's really evolved uh, back, i guess that's fair i mean he was really good in st louis at the start when he was first there like he was turning into a real player and then they just <laughs> let him go but no, it's I don't know. I, I people always joke about it all the time too. And if you look at his points, sure he had that one year in Vegas where he got sixty points. But other than that, he's only been good in St. Louis, and he's been back three separate times. So it's just funny. Um, but yeah, sorry, cut you off there. I'll introduce Chase, and even though you've already heard him talking to this, uh, Chase, oh. what have you been Hi. up to? <laughs> um i spent like four or five hours i don't even know how long it was on the odr it was like a the night before it like sleeted or something like that yeah it was like a nice like inch layer dog holy crap i, I took that as my uh, workout that day and said you know what yeah. i'm going nuts and 
Yeah, it. Four I was or like five hours, jello pretty legs. insane. <laughs> yeah, I was insane. like, it was more four hours, but maybe three. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was decent. It took so much work, but man, the, the, awesome. skate, the ice was like mint underneath. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all worth it, Doug. It's all worth that twenty five percent of time actually uh, shooting some pucks around. Yeah. Do that Crosby drill that'll wear you out where uh, you line up 10 pucks scattered across the offensive zone and you just skate up, shoot it from where it lands, and if you miss the net, you got to go shoot it again oh, <laughs> until you buddy. score every goal. Oh, buddy, if I had 10 pucks out there, I'd lose those so fast. I have to bring <laughs> one puck or else I'll lose them. <laughs> just so you don't have to get lazy and like say, ah, I'll get that one later and then say a snowbank. <laughs> no, no, like if it, it, it just the angles around it are lower, so it's just if oh, you don't okay. see it or catch it at the right time. And also, like, it's hockey, so you, like, clip the post and it, like, right. flips over, just so goes over. You're so unsuspecting. And you're like, oh, no. You're, like, trying to find where it landed. Like, the one landed in the bush. Like, I'm never <laughs> <laughs> wait until summertime go back and pick up all your pucks yeah, again. i'm gonna have to gonna have to watch the melting snow because i got probably two pucks up there <laughs> spending all your money on pucks you just keep losing yeah. <laughs> i will i will uh like a well golfer. <laughs> well well instead of talking about chase's games let's talk about some nhl games in the league uh chase did you want to kick us off with some of your speedy games to talk about Oh yeah, let's. Or some of your, some... should we say, some of your quick rips is what we're calling. This yeah, segment. buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Let's hit it with some quick rips, just up straight up highlights in all reality. So, let's start her off in Dallas. Okay, so Sagan sets up the alley oop, and Robertson jams it in for the fourth power play goal of the game. Boom shakalaka! It's all baseball it's also the game in winner. another life. <laughs> basketball, also, baseball player. No, ba- no, basketball. No. That's a little N- N- NBA Jam reference there. Well, <laughs> Jason Robertson ball. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was also the game winner with just three minutes remaining as the Sabers get diced up on the PK in a five-four loss. And then we'll kick it to Nashville. Twenty-minute man, Mike. Cole Randland and the Nashville Predators put the tractor in low and putter calmly over the Jets and Wings. 5-2 and 4-1 respectively. Probably should have noticed and coming out of the box and get UC a shutout there, but tough breaks, tough breaks. And <laughs> then I'll kick it to the Penguins. The Penguins try on the Blue Jackets and they come out of the gate with Four goals in the first period, yeah, coming yeah. from Dumo, Gustav, old Boom Jenner, and not so Sid the kid. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, pretty exciting first period. Uh, well, I'm gonna add pass. on to that while you're there, and Sid getting a hat trick and his hat trick, a bank goal off the boards into the empty net, absolutely beautiful. So. Yeah, yeah, looking for the pass, looking for the pass. Look, yeah, disguised as a pass. <laughs> That was the worst pass I've ever seen if it was if it was a pass. But anyways, <laughs> continue, Chase. Uh, let's get the, kick it to the Stars and Wings. Uh, Robocop being a real dick uh, ties <laughs> it up soon after he makes an in-between-the-legs pass down low, which then turned into the puck like being shot into the air like 20 feet. Uh, and then the Wings just try to shoot it out, pass it right onto Robo's stick, and, well, 
We all know what Robo does. He just <laughs> scores constantly yeah. every time, never misses an opportunity. And that was the game. Good times. Yeah. Uh, so Good times. let's go kick it to Boston versus Winnipeg. Boston wins this one, three, two. Might as well call it Boston, as they have won 10 of their last 12 games. Senior Noodles, the past the man, getting the next closest thing to the Olympic experience, which is manning his own line. And he is flourishing <laughs> with 11 goals in 12 January games. Halsey at 12 points in 12, and Marchand at 17, because might as well one-up those guys all the time. Nice, nice, nice. Um, then let's kick it to the Devil Town. Yes, yes, yes for Brat. Or should we call him B-Rat? Because you can't catch him and you can't stop him because all he does is produce. And I'm sure New Yorkers know a lot about rats more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty um, little shit too, that Brat. I like him mm-hmm. so fast. Brat with, two, brat with two goals in the game, but it's not enough as Carl Grundstrom from the LA Kings pots the heartbreak winner off a whiffed Dustin Brown pass out front. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, Tough like, break. bringing that LA up, looking, how good is that Muzzin trade for them now? I was like, actually going to say... I was like, Carl Grunson, Sean Dursey, and Tobias Bjornfoot they got for Muzzin. I was actually going to say, insane. but it's not enough as, not so Jake Muzzin, Carl Grunster of part-time positive break winner. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly like, Carl, he's, he's basically like a... Uh, I would say like Lawson Kraus in a way, like very. I guess, yeah, he's in that. In that he's uh, in that kind of mold of players. Mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. feisty, strong young player. Um, yeah, big yeah, guy. And big guy I got one last, one last one for you here, boys. Going to the Blue Nation, Saskatchewan boy, Braden Shen pops out of COVID yeah. protocol like a week or so ago, with a four point night against the Predators, nice. following it up. With in the next two games, uh, getting a goal and one of them being a game winner against the Canucks, helping the Blues to their fourth three straight game winning streak. Nice. So that's pretty cool. I think they got a five game winning streak off the bat, so that kind of counts as one of the three. But uh, yeah, one other thing on the Blues is I'm starting to feel Falk plus Krug equals viable Petra Angelo replacement. Yeah, hey, that's that's weird because I did not picture those two pairing fitting at all. Like, two offensively-minded, yeah. like, to skate with the puck each, like, to create. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought Pareko came... and Krug were going to be perfect marriage, but I guess not. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And also the Blues with 13 wins after trailing in a game. That's insane. That's insane. That's a playoff team for sure. Yeah. Like like yeah. a playoff contender, I should say. That mm-hmm. only teams that do that can are contenders, yeah. I say. Exactly. Um, yeah, when I was looking at their schedule, I don't I was going to actually double check before I forgot, but I bet there's no way they've lost more than 3 in a row all year. Yeah, absolutely. No uh me jumping in with some of my quick rips. We're going to stick on a theme with the Penguins to start. Um and as well as another playoff contender from the Blues, let's go with the Penguins for a different reason. Now, even though it was against Ottawa, Penguins dominated and then almost blew it. <laughs> like they do a lot <laughs> lately. But they are really good at holding four. They let in, a like if they're up by four, they will probably let in two or three. 
but they will not let in that fourth one for god damn it like they just mm-hmm. they do what the leafs do but they don't close out like the leafs at least so uh very proud of that just outworking them uh sliding over to the columbus game like i mentioned just want to bring up that Sidney crosby hat trick a dominance play but oh, the absolute yeah. worst part is our goaltender um is that what you're gonna bring up <laughs> no i was gonna say and and matheson this guy yeah, just lighting done. it up gets a game winner for you guys he's got like, like six mm-hmm. points or something in three games like matheson is, is the guy? type three of guy who couple. goes yeah he's the type of guy that goes like a week or two where he's fantastic and then disappears for a month yep and then yep. comes back it it and then but. comes back for a week <laughs> or two and then disappears he's like zucker but defenseman um yeah but oh, yeah, yeah, how's that going? Uh, I gotta bring that up real quick. Oh, how's that Zucker injury going for you? He played one you game, that? played great, and then got injured again. So that's how it's oh, going. Um, yeah. He's so yeah. good. He just he does not play enough. Already, right? Like I said, once yeah. this guy gets healthy, trade him to the first guy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> takes a deal. It's <laughs> so break. hard to trade him. Never gonna he's, happen. He might he's not get so, so, he's, he's so good at little things that's hard mm. to trade a guy like that. But it's just a cap hit um but yeah sorry back back to the ottawa game i got mixed up in two games that was a game where we played to smith i'm pretty sure it was either that or columbus we played we started to smith and won and he was dog dick and got pulled again um i never want to root against the penguin but it was against the blue jackets was it the blue jackets okay so i was right yeah um yeah so it, it wasn't like a, we were getting killed or outplayed he let in a bad goal frankly um no it got called back and it didn't matter i don't know i just we need a backup we desperately need a backup so i don't really want to talk about the penguins much anymore so let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to another team I, that's the only thing that makes me upset to talk about and yeah. you guys know how i feel so let's move yeah. on to a bit of that florida oilers game oilers dominating the panthers after the first period but then the pan- yeah. Panthers woke up from their nap and absolutely shredded them with after a fucking awful goal. Awful, awful yeah, goal. Bobrovsky was, was 100% great. the reason that Florida had a huge chance in that game. Because like yeah. you said, the first period sure, for them was a clusterfuck. I, I think, think they had I think, 20 shots. On yeah, it. I was just about to say that. I think they had around that. Like They had some crazy amount of shots. At yeah, and I think and, Florida had like four or three or something like that. So Yeah. They were getting worked. Like you said, they woke up. Bobrovsky only faced 20 more shots the entire game. And he didn't let a single one in. So a wicked shutout for him and a thrashing for the fucking Oilers. Yeah, it's just uh, disappointment after disappointment. Kept going, right? Hoskinen was poor. He's so bad. You cannot (laughs) trust a goalie right now. Like three I, goals were three three of the goals that were scored. Barkov got his seventeenth. Duclair got his seventeenth. Bennett got his seventeenth. Like how weird is that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> insane. Oh, Tippett had a two point night. Uh, three power play goals. That's not usually fun. No, not fun at all. So no, I just love that. Uh, Edmonton really really struggling. Need to need to change it a bit. Uh, I'm gonna slide over to Philadelphia and Buffalo as philadelphia making buffalo look like a playoff team and (laughs) (laughs) so far buffalo is obviously there i shouldn't say so far because it's obvious buffalo's won the eichel trade thus far because eichel hasn't played yet but but peyton krebs gets two goals in his first game with the sabers jersey he looked 
brilliant. Uh, Mr. Krebs. And Alex Tuck plays 20 minutes a night since he's came back from injury. Um, He's so important for that team. Jeff Skinner is, like, he brought it up last week, so I kind of iso-cammed him a little bit in this game. Um, He looks great. He looks really good. I don't know if it was or the game prior, but Jeff Skinner got his 500th point. He did score in this. I don't, or he got two points or something. I don't know if uh, if that was his final. It might have been the game against Dallas. I'm not certain. And, but yeah, way, I'm, it was, I'm not it was sure. Extremely recent. He got his 500th point in the NHL, which is fucking wicked. That's insane. Um, yeah, he got he got two goals in that game, so he was fantastic, uh, as well as an assist. Wow. Um, but yeah, but the bigger story in this game was Philadelphia getting their 11th straight loss. And I found out they have had two 10-game losing streaks this year. <laughs> we have played Ow. 40 games. That's Half bad. of their games have been 10-game losing streaks. That's really, really bad. That's how bad Philly is. We're going to go in-depth about them a little bit later, so I won't jump too much. But just a little tease. Um, and yeah, I believe that's... Ready? Oh, I got the. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. That's all I got for you guys. It's all my quick that's games. That's quick rips. Noise. Quick noise. rips. Um, Jordan, do you got any quick rips or anything like that, or do you just want to jump into your game? Say that again, sorry. Do you got any quick rips, or do you want to <laughs> jump into your rips? <laughs> jump into your uh, game. The big thing I got, Nick Backstrom, since his injury return, has got eight points in nine games. That's awesome. Mm. That's sweet. Yeah. He's been wicked. That's that's the big thing for me. Oh that's, yeah, I'm feeling that on my fantasy team, but it's nice. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> you oh, want to yeah, talk? Island, by the way, uh, I think I'm ahead of you now, hey bud. Are you? I haven't looked at mm. her, like a. Month. Yeah. Oh yeah, climb the ladder in second now, bud. Heading for the top. Shit, man. I've been. I was like just staying yeah, yeah. in third the whole time. But no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we? Uh, should we get into more our in depth games, Chase? Uh, indeed indeed let's do it let's do it what do you, you want me to go first yeah here, you go or for it go for it okay well i'm gonna be talking about uh the jets playing some games here boys because uh they've been looking a little bit better uh which they have to because you played boston and the penguins so you better show up to those games hey or else you're gonna get completely thrashed and they did basically the same thing <laughs> <laughs> for both games <laughs> just so Losing both 3-2, I believe it was. Um, I will start with the Pens game. Yeah, let's go to the Pens game quick, yeah, I guess. Right. Hey, that was, that was a didn't... good game. Good fight out of the Jets there. They're, like I said, they're looking a lot better. Wheeler pops out. He played like the most minutes he's played all year his first game back. So they're just like, he's going to have a lot of energy today. Maybe not next game. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was the, a lot better. Than... What the idea was there. Um Either way, it sounds. I don't know. I hear a lot of people not like loving the old, the old Wheeler, uh, saying that he was why they lost to both <laughs> of those games. Um, which is a little tough, but you know it is what it is. Uh, <coughs> I think he's overused. To really... He's overused. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Sorry, kids. Um, yeah, no, that was the Boston game that he played the twenty minutes in. Sorry, you know wrapped up here uh no he ended up playing only 16 this game uh against the pens um 
just man, they just need that extra push. Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, where are your points? You can get more points than this, and it's it's really really needed. Shifley's been decently consistent, but these guys gotta really really wake up when it comes to uh, forcing it, and uh, they're also almost over forcing themselves. They seem to be so aware until the moment you need to be aware to make the last play for the goal. And I don't know. It just it seems to it seems to happen a lot to them. Uh, they either like rush it, they're like, oh, this is a good enough chance, and they take the shot, or uh, it's right. it's not good. It's not good. They gotta no. find a way to actually score goals instead of create so many nice chances. Um, at least they're pushing these games to a shootout, getting a point out of them. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road. They got a lot of games to a lot of games to play, but uh, this team is almost basically just Kyle Connor getting shit. <laughs> and then you notice this twenty twenty five. Yeah, he's having a hell of a season. He's he's really really good for them. He's yeah. probably their best player. Um, at least yes, this season he, he has been. The other thing I guess I got to bring up is Cole Perfetti's been looking awesome. Yeah, he looks really good. Awesome. He's fit. That power he play does, looks yeah. different. Hey, it looks so mm-hmm. much better with him on it. Just having the extra option to create something. Um, yeah. No, he's got a bright future ahead of him. I really like Perfetti. I would like yeah. him to shoot the puck a little bit more. Um, he's starting to do that. Like I've noticed that even more since just yep. watched a few games of World Juniors and stuff like that. But I'd like to see him shoot the puck a lot more because he's got one hell of a shot. Yeah, um, and that yeah. just comes with time in the league. Oh, right? absolutely. You build your confidence, and you get you start to rip it more. He's so he's a he's a he's a passer, anyways. We know. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's one of those guys who's got that mindset where he, he wants to he just wants make to sure the goal gets in, right? Yeah. So, and that's why I yeah. want him to shoot. That's exactly why I want him to shoot more because there's been there's moments where I've watched him play in other tournaments, leagues, and such where it's like, yeah, a clear break to take a shot, mm-hmm. just take it. But no, he's been yeah. like you said, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. I thought uh, Perfetti would be the guy that would help these guys push them over the edge near the end of the year, or like in the playoffs Starting or something like that. To do it, yeah. But uh, it looks like they need him to help them cons- with their consistency. So yeah. hopefully he can do that. Played 16 minutes uh, that game game against the Penguins. So that's all good news. Five hits, the little guy. That up boy. That up boy. Get out yeah. there, hey. Um, Connor Hellebuck though actually looked like Connor Hellebuck. Um, he was truly looking like Hellebuck. He did not look like a normal. Yeah, he's kind of on NHL rest mode, hey? Um, so that's the brightest thing I see going on for you, Winnipeg Jets fans. Is Connor Hellebuck looks like he might be back? Somebody must have slapped him in the face and said, yeah. or he did himself, or something. You know, like you know, you can be so so much better. Um, and that's what this team relies on. They do kind of rely more or less on their goalie to. Uh, be a little bit more epic than yeah, he should do. be because that just well, their defense is not good enough, frankly, to not have a great goalie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that yeah, the additions of Nate Schmidt and uh, Brendan Dillon are all right, but like they're it's pretty big right. for that defense. But on your average defense, where if you don't have a stellar goalie, then yeah, you you will notice. Like I said, uh, when we talked about Chikrin, I really would like them to go for somebody. I think they have enough pieces where they might be able to trade for uh, a guy who can be more of the number one guy. Because I love Pionk and uh, Morrissey, but playing 26, 20, I guess 
five or four of those minutes were probably in the OT. But uh, yeah, playing like 25 minutes a game is quite a bit for those guys. I don't think it's that necessary for them to play that much. They need somebody else that can handle a little bit more weight. And I think those guys playing 20 to 22 minutes is exactly where they need to be all the time. For sure. Though they were missing a couple guys that game. They had to play Bullios. So is everyone. And stuff like that. So is everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, For sure. You got any more on uh, Jets right now? Nope, that's all I got. That's all you got? Okay, well, I'm going to jump in with my game, and this is probably one of the most important games of the week, at least for both of these teams it was. Uh, Calgary versus Edmonton. Battle of Alberta. It was a real, real good game. Um, Cal- mm. Calgary came out off the start just on fire, um, getting two goals, nice power play goal for Lucic, Matthew Kachuk getting another one. Uh, Calgary did really good, but then as soon as they started getting penalties, that's when it went downhill. Uh, Edmonton, second period, get two power play goals pretty, pretty quick within the first 10 minutes, both from Evan Bouchard. He's got eight goals this year as a rookie defenseman. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I know a lot are on the power play. I'm pretty sure at least half, if not more. But still, still that's his job, right? Yeah, still a great year. Uh, and then to close out the period, Brendan Perlini, the man we love right now. Uh, always a good interview, seemingly. Uh, scores a goal. And it was just back and forth for until the third period when Dreisaitl took complete control of the game. Not like he had... Earlier in the game, he was so good this whole game. Took two goals, walked Calgary's defense, scored one, and then just potted the empty net and showing why he's top three best players in the world. So that good. This win was so desperately needed for many, many people on this Edmonton team. Uh, Miko Koskinen more so. He had a really good night, all considering. 44 saves, only letting in three on a really good Calgary team, and they managed to score four on Markstrom, which is not easy. So, really good night for the Oilers. And just finally some good news we can bring up about them where it's not just, like, doom and gloom with them constantly. Yeah, the end of their losing streak, finally. Yeah, and yeah, I think this is a six-game losing streak they snap. Yeah, we were going to have to start talking about uh, how wrong and dumb we were because we were like, ah, don't worry about this. Yeah, this is no just kidding. how it goes. Hey, it's like, how it goes. If they didn't, yeah, if they didn't know, do this yeah. like soon, like this is we actually seen the Oilers team play for like the first time in like yeah. a month or two. There's or a couple like games they've shown it, but then like the goaltending. It wasn't is a sixty not... minute or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Or the, yeah, the goaltending wasn't. Either one of the two things happens. Either they don't play for a full sixty or the goalie doesn't play for a full sixty. Yeah. Um Yeah, Bushi getting that power play goal. Yeah, two, almost just, two power play goals. That's was it two? Yeah, yeah like, he got back to back. That first goals. one sparked sparked the team clearly. Yeah. That's what he's you need. been huge for this team, man. Like I, I everyone talks about shit their defenses behind Darnell Nurse, but like Evan Bouchard's behind Darnell Nurse and manning that third line, awesome. Like he's mm-hmm. getting limited. They're playing him properly. They're giving him limited minutes while giving him power play time with the big dogs and uh giving and him all offensive ice time. Wow. He's eight goals already, man. Like for it's a great. D man. That's yeah, um, it, it's pretty awesome to see from Evan Bouchard. I'm really, really happy because they have a right-handed D-man. Uh, but yeah. no, they they both need both these teams really need to start winning. I'm not worried about Calgary. I think they're just kind of in a limbo right now and need to just get back at playing their system. Once they do that, they'll be fine. Edmonton, yeah, if 
Yeah, right? and all things considered, Edmonton isn't a bad team. They're so. a good team that has bad goaltending. Like I, yeah. everyone says, their defense is so bad, and we just talked about the Jets. Are the Oilers' defense take away Hellebuck? Is the Oilers' defense much worse, if worse, than the Jets? Certainly not. Yeah, hey. Darnell Nurse no is better than anyone they got on their back line. It's, it's deeper. It's That's deeper. It. Yeah, the so Jets is probably I I'd, depth is probably better than Edmonton depth, but yeah. Yeah, pulling your seventh guy up definitely yeah it's just about that, for sure it's just uh, that's the question it's because their goaltending mike smith's it's too not injured. much better skinner's struggling right now and i'm pretty sure it's on protocol right now he's in and out with protocol and like just not trusted here and there i don't know they they don't trust him they don't trust Koskin, and mike smith's a literal non-option so they said they're working heavy at finding a goalie but I saying it is one thing they need to do it. Yeah, like just to bring that up, like we talked about they should have done it at the start of the season yes. if you were gonna do it. Um it's understand like you, you know they to tried, me, you but... may as well like kind of just play the year out now. Like honestly, unless you really don't know if Mike Smith or if he's actually not gonna be healthy, then you trade for somebody to replace him maybe yeah. this year. But, that's gonna be um, tough because he's on like, contract till next year still too yeah exactly hey so no one wants that like i i don't know he might have stuck himself with this goalie situation again so um like do you pay to you can't pay up to try to i think it's just gonna dig themselves a hole if you're gonna well, pay you gotta get a real goalie you gotta know, get a goalie with term i think if you're gonna pay up like that's mm-hmm. the thing i've been hearing a lot like everyone's like oh who do you get yeah. like, there's a lot of names you can throw out there like I'm wondering how much worse Hugh Dobin is than Koskinen, if or how much if he's better at all. Basically, is the question. Yeah, could have done that move, but could have done that move for my. I mean, it's gamble. Like, yeah, there's just a couple guys. Like, I'm hearing Varlamov's name really heavily out there. I personally don't like that because I don't trust. I don't Varlamov. see them moving him. Oh, really? I love he's been having. I love yeah, Varlamov. I, he's I, I he's been you, actually playing a lot better. He's been playing better, yeah. Bit, but. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I I look at Edmonton and it's like saying, it's like if they went out and got Bobrovsky. Like, we need to fix our goaltending consistencies. Who were we going to get? Bobrovsky, the most inconsistent goalie. Varlamov is also one of those guys. Um, So I just... It's we'll hard see. to say. Like he was it's hard to say. Like the last like two years, they were in the playoffs. But they had a defensive system around him, a really yeah. well worked system to make the goalie better. And Pittsburgh yeah, kind of he's outworked him in the first round. Definitely a hell of so, a lot better than their goal. No, that that <laughs> is what I'll agree with. But that's I just I understand you need a goalie with term, but I worry about some goalies with term out there. And he's just one. I don't know. I've always had just a spot where I'm like a nervous spot with Varlamov. I've never looked at him like you. I trust you to win a playoff round. I've never like unless the system fits him. If they wouldn't have signed uh, Smith for that extra year, like uh, they probably would have made the uh, Kudobin move already. I'm sure they would have made the Kudobin move if they didn't sign Smith. That's that's another issue. Kudobin's up or still need has a contract next year so i don't know i they need to do something right like they can't miss playoffs you cannot afford to miss playoffs with again and not be successful with mcdavid for year yeah. eight yeah, well, seven eight yeah. what year is this this is insane 
It, they definitely need to make sure they make the playoffs. That's for sure. Their mm-hmm. goaltending better come around a little bit. Whether who cares what who it is, you know? Yeah, if um, it's Koskinen, if it's Varlamov, if it's Flurry, like if it's yeah. Staylock, like if he comes back healthy, like I don't care who it is, like Skinner. Yeah, they, they just, just need someone. I can understand that they just don't want to bite the bullet and actually just pay up a third round or something, or just you know they'd like to give up a deep pick, but nobody's. No, we've got that goalie for a deep pick that would be nope. worth it, you know, sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's that's tough. That's yeah, tough. it's tough. I don't know what to do, but you gotta you gotta do something. Gotta you gotta do something, though. You know, like yep. we were, I, 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 at the start of the year, I was like, if you're not gonna do something now, you're gonna have to do something like halfway through the year, or at least and, at the trade and deadline. And you pay up when it's that. Yeah. But that's so. a tough break for Mike Smith, man. Like that's the hope. Like we gotta like get another. They could. Hopefully this changes. They start yeah. playing better, and well, who knows? they don't have to worry about goaltending for at least a couple more weeks to a month. If they can get past that, yeah. and maybe Smith My starts Smith coming back, back or whatever the hell happens here, uh, they look a little bit better. They just need to like creep their way through this year. Like like I've said many times, it's more of a building year. Whether they, the fans and everybody wants them to win a Stanley Cup. It's, yeah, no, it, it is a building year, but they do need to show promise of that mm-hmm. they can. They can't miss the playoffs, playoff like you said. Like they, they, they can't miss playoffs, and if you lose first round, you better damn well hope it went seven. And you played a damn good opponent, yeah. um, yeah. because I, you're not gonna get a. Lo- it's gonna be the question of Leaf fans. Like, sure, McDavid's been past to second round once, um, but are they ever gonna do it again, Edmonton, with him? When I've been hearing the question around again too. I don't I'm so don't put weight on this because I don't at all anyways. Uh about will Connor or Leon Astra trade out. Like I don't think it's that yeah, it's drastic like, yet. <laughs> but it's like a, it's it, like we're a, closer like than we were timing. last year. It seems like people have like a timing or a, an alert on their phone yeah. every year that it's just like, oh, time to bring this rumor up. Yeah, push the big red emergency Edmonton button. Edmonton Leon need trade out? Question mark. Okay, yeah. no. Just because some players ask for that doesn't mean that all players are going to. Now, if the trend continues, they miss playoffs and they don't show any promise to do better next year. You bet you're damn well sure. I bet they will ask for a trade. I would um, in that case. You've given your heart and soul to the team, and they're not help helping build a team around you. That's the team's fault, not your fault. Um, But that's the drastic point it needs to get, where they're like bad this year, yeah. they miss playoffs, and they don't look like they have a good future ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah, these, the, it's hard to do both. <laughs> need to realize like how far away they're uh prospects are and like their full their full team like ryan this is his first year in the league is probably two three years away from making damage yeah like the plan is for these guys to be effective on your team like a dylan holloway and stuff like these guys haven't played um raphael lavoie was somebody i was really had high hopes on he's not even chilling yet you know he's in the He's in the A doing not great right now. Like it's, yeah, it's going to take some time. There's... Where's your Broberg and Sam Rukov? Well, one of them's playing next year. That's that's the plan. Yeah, like yeah. it's going to take another two three years for some of these guys. Like you really you're going to be hoping on like a Holloway coming in in like a year or two and just being a massive beast and helping these guys become this great team because like yeah. that's that's what you're going to need and like a or a Broberg like they're Unless really going to have to like really step in. Good off season, make good trade or signing where it's. Yeah, exactly. Not hey. a lot of money, and they want to be in Canada. Then, 
which is we all know how hard that is to do. So, no, absolutely. I just want to bring up the Oilers because their goaltending woes keep bringing up. There's a lot of issues with them. Uh, I don't yeah. think, but not as drastic not as an Connor. Fix. Not as not a Leon and McDavid gone. Don't worry. Um, no. That's However, that would be intriguing to see. <laughs> However, what if you, you can get from them McDavid. Quest, if yeah. the media keeps talking to them like this, yeah, they might leave. However, if you keep <laughs> asking Leon if he's so pissy today, uh, he yeah. might leave. <laughs> so yeah. leave him alone a little bit. Let them let them gel as a team, get back, and they'll figure. I still think they'll figure it out and be a playoff team. I don't see a world they don't make playoffs. I really don't. I think. Yeah. One, if not two of these uh, California teams are going to come to reality uh, in the West. I think there's probably a central team or two that is overplaying what they are, which i.e. either Winnipeg or Dallas to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- I really do think they're going to get in. In the fe- It's them or Calgary in the last wild card. If yeah, like, they no, can't I'll get Anaheim or sense, LA like, out, yeah. In a sense, like I, I believe it'll be Calgary and Edmonton in the end. Um, but I, I am very up, at this moment. Obviously, we're early. I'm very up for debate for one of those guys to get kicked out and one of those uh, LA Anaheim to pot, to squeeze in there, or even yeah. Vancouver, honestly, Vancouver just to throw good. the wild card because Vancouver's they've They're been right playing there. really good. They're a different team with Bruce Boudreaux. Um, I hear their penalty kill kind of drop back to what it was um, the last little bit, but we'll, you know, we'll see how they um, how they work through the next ten games because this is a this is it's more a big important ten games, 10 games for, for them, yeah. them than it is for a lot of other teams because they at least have um, a a decent amount of games up, so yeah, they have one, to win these games. Two you know? note with like, Vancouver though, they are on par with games played pretty much with san jose and la and yeah that's what i'm saying so and they're still about seven points out uh four i guess out of san jose but so that's still a lot they have come down to earth four four and two in their last 10 like they're not Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. 10 and 0 boudreaux we thought they could be like they're they've come down to earth yeah yeah, Yeah. they definitely are in the hunt they absolutely are in the hunt um but yeah jordan do you have your any game you want to dive in deep to yeah, the uh, Anaheim and Lightning game. This was Corey Perry's comeback to uh, Tampa. Or to Anaheim. Or to Anaheim. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, See his old pal <laughs> it didn't go as planned. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, the, the Ducks thrashed the Lightning 5-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, It was just an overall bad game from the Lightning. Um, they it's went okay, zero they made for up seven. for it the next night. Seven-one yeah. San Jose. <laughs> um, I'm sure they, they felt bad game to win, hey? They were just like, uh, are we going to show up to the first game of the back-to-back or the yeah. second? One? <laughs> the back-to-back seems easier. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, the we're lightning just... went zero for seven on the power play. Ooh, that's not wow. like them at that's all. Brutal. No, not like them at all. John Gibson was a stone fucking wall. He led in only one goal. Yeah, and John Vasilevsky, Gibson, despite or... despite having five goals scored, Vasilevsky put up an eight point eight two save percentage. That's so it wasn't good. too bad. That's, wow, that's low for him. But... And we look at that for most goalies, we're like, ah, just bad game. Yeah. For him, we're like, oh my god, <laughs> that's really low for Vasi. 
Yeah, exactly. But no, obviously, just a game. Uh, Derek Grant had himself on night, too. Yep, back <laughs> goals. Power nice. play, too. I didn't know Derek Grant and Letary played power play minutes. Letary, I've seen Letary on power play. Yeah, I didn't see either. I didn't on there. Probably net front, hey. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I love this team. Uh, the depth of this team just beat Tampa. It seemed. Yeah, like. hey, look at isn't that? Oh, crazy? the depth goals. Grant getting two. Letary getting a goal. Nick Delorier scoring the empty net, and Kevin Shattenkirk getting the other one. Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Seeing Patterson and Carrick getting assists. Like, wowie, Steele got an assist. Like, yeah. uh, Jacob Larson. Like, goddamn, just all I, the secondary it's, guys. It's Lindholm. nice to see that <laughs> from. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to see so cool. Anaheim's depth showing. Up. Yeah, because yeah, like want, it is. Right? It's the one thing that worries me is that like this isn't going to happen very much, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's what I what what worries me about that, Anaheim is that they kind of have become more of like uh, really relying on the Zegers and uh, gets left to Stone or sorry yeah. Stone Terry. Uh, Troy. Yeah, yeah. Terry, Troy Terry too. is their most. I look at him; he's the guy they look at every night to jump them if they are in yeah. trouble and not getting any offense going. First guy on the oh, ice wow. is Troy Terry for me. Always. Didn't even have Cam Fowler in this game. Holy yeah. shit. Damn. Protocol or what? <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, Lindholm, like we were saying, How many copycat, of, uh, copycat of the old uh, Fowler just played 30 minutes. Man, like, they can't <laughs> get rid of him either. Like, they have to keep no. that 4D, hey? He's, yeah, he's too Especially with, like, the talent you have right now. Like, if there's yeah. a team that's going to win the cup like the Anaheim Ducks did last time with a bunch of kids. Yep. Uh, this is the yeah. team. Yeah, hey. I would love that. That would uh, Honestly, I would – if Pittsburgh don't win, I would be very happy to see Anaheim win a cup and watch Troy Terry or – Zegris just lighted yeah. up. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a lot more kids than just Getzlaff and uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Perry, Perry and Penner. Might, and, the, the, the forward group might be a complete opposite of the actual cup winning team, uh from like 06 or something. True. But, but that defense and that goaltending. But there, that defense so. is exactly Gibson's hey. the best. So yeah, no, uh do you got anything else there, Jordan, on the game? Do you got anything on Tampa? Um no, the big thing was their their power play one. Power play shit. That's so yeah. crazy. Wow. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, it wasn't one, a very good game. While we're on Tampa, um, I want to throw it back. And Chase, I'm a little disappointed in you for not hyping up that Headman game as much last week. When I did. I, when I find out that there was only 4D <laughs> played on Tampa's defense. In, what? Sorry. They started with only four defensemen in that game. I didn't oh. know that. I was watching oh. the game here and there, but I didn't pay attention and notice that they started the game with only 4D because of protocol issues and money issues. And Hedman relished the idea of that and played 30 minutes and got what you said, like two goals, two assists, and a goal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something yeah, stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I just, you didn't bring up the fact that there I was did only not, 40. No, I didn't. Neither did I, but like, that's why I'm just saying, like, how crazy is that? Four that's defensemen, Hedman dominated the game and played 30 minutes and was fine. <laughs> that's just crazy. Holy yeah. Shit. I heard that on 32 Thoughts, and I just, I never clued in because I didn't start the game. I started watching halfway through so yeah like honestly what i'm watching usually i'll i'm, I'll have, I'm like, clicking games through games. or something like yep. that so like a one game's not even like 
have any volume most of the time or whatever. And obviously, like, I thought they would just light these guys up. But yeah, no, <laughs> Dude, man. They only had so four crazy. D to start. So that's nuts. I just had to bring that up while we're on the Tampa. Cal Tampa News. played 25 yeah. minutes that game, dude. That's funny. Like, you only need McDonough, Hedman, and Sergachev, that left side. You don't <laughs> yeah. even need anybody else. Like, you actually Honestly, don't need Ruda and these guys. It's Holy insane. shit. Like, these guys are going to win the fucking cup again. These fucking <laughs> they guys. They are. They probably are. Like, they're that good. And they signed players like Corey Perry, who played 12 yeah. to 15 minutes a night and scored a half a point a game. Yeah, and honestly, um, on I know Vlad Nemestikov like a... uh, on the wings said that he would like to sign with the wings, but I like he's used to be a Lightning, so I wonder if, wonder if he like, goes you know back. what, send me there, send me there. Like I'd, I'd be cool with going there, go for a cup run, and then come sweet. back to the wings because like, why, why the hell not, man? Like why the hell not? But then again, I also think if I went to this team and I won a third consecutive cup and I saw what this team was, I don't think I would leave. I would say, fuck the money. I'm staying. I have to experience this one more year. I would say, fuck the money. Give me one more year in Tampa and let's go for four. If you win three and like you trade there or sign there or whatever for a year and you see this team, you got to be like, this is the best team I've ever seen. Well, you got to think, like, they were trying to get these deals cheaper, cheapest as possible and try yeah. to squeeze this out as long as possible. And they finally, finally got that they one win. And they're like, ah, we got to, we got to, we got to really squeeze this year. Like, yeah. Patty Maroon, you know, really just start grabbing some cheap contracts. And they squeezed another one out. And I think that's what's changed them. They're just like, okay, wait. Their core knows how guys, to get it done. Like, they brought everybody and they're like, guys, this is actually working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's... One more time, guys. Like, Boris, Kachuk, Radish, all you guys, just give me a three-year deal that's cheap. Like, I think we could do this again. Like, honestly. Exactly. Like, and and all reality, can. like, as hockey fans, is this not what we want to see? Like, it I want to see it. For, it like, it's I, exactly I, what we want to see. I, I, I mean, I was hoping to see it in 2018. But um <laughs> Yeah, it blows me away that the Islanders and some of these teams back in the day like won four in a row and shit like that. Like that yeah. just it doesn't I, I can't comprehend it. The fact, I've never seen it and anything like that. But the I, fact I, that I, Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Tampa did what they have done in Cap era is insane. Like yeah. two cups in a row for Tampa and Pittsburgh and then the three in six years or five years or whatever. Uh yeah. like I understand, like obviously, there's a sour point with the, with the hawk Blackhawks now. Oh, but, it like, made it crazy it's hard. Still, like the it's fact still that, insane. Like that's a crazy. You guys thing. were only uh, three or four years after the actual lockout. Like the wings yep. were just so squeezed out of that. We got yep. so lucky, I think, to be able to be that good um, after the lockout because we were kind of based off of, like you know no huge cap hit or, or yeah. no salary cap really like that's that's how we were able to squeeze in guys like we yes, did give were. a lot of guys cheaper contracts but like we squeezed all those guys in one year deals for just the best player in the league at, yeah like, hey, stupid like, money at Fedorov yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for so long uh yeah but the no. cap, cap era definitely killed old Kenny Holland, that's for sure. That's just yeah, how she that's goes. That's why he's struggling in Edmonton. He has caps, <laughs> cap limit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, but anyways, should we uh, move on to our next segment, Chase? Future Watch. Future Watch, yeah, okay. Cool. I'm going to let you start yet again, <laughs> since this is also your segment. 
Sounds good. Sounds and you got good. Okay. Yeah, I got her nice and prepped here, boys. Uh, so today my future watch is consisting of the central teams that are in the hunt right now. The Stars, Jets, and I'm squeezing the Predators in here. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at their schedule right now to see exactly what we got upcoming with the new schedule change and or whatnot. So let's start with the Stars. First off, for the Stars' sake, I really hope they win the game against the Flyers as they just came off of a back-to-back -back win on the road, which is really big for those guys. Um, they really would like to beat the Flyers in Jersey. Get two back-to-back -back road <laughs> wins would be unreal because this team has a six-game home streak after this. And that will be the real, real test for these guys. Uh, we're looking at 14 games until the end of February. So they're one of the teams that's got to catch up. So we'll see most of these teams kind of get back to even par-ish with each other by the end of February. Um, so the first uh, five games on their home streak are against the bottom eight playoff teams, I guess you could say right now. So yeah. in other words, teams they need to beat so they could be there. Uh, those teams are Washington, Boston, Calgary, Nashville, Winnipeg. And then the last game is against the Avalanche. And the next game after that is their first road game against the Avs again. So after that six-game home streak and that road game against the Avs, we are going to know everything we need to know about the Stars. Uh, like I said, they're super key beating the Wings and Buffalo there. Um, they're really going to want to do that again with the Flyers in Jersey. If they can, that's an insane tall task. Uh, but if they can pull that off, I think they're setting themselves up very, very nicely. Absolutely. Because they've been lightning at home, just lightning. Uh, so tough opponents looking back. Uh, yeah, they got to, sorry, my bad. Uh, the super, super future watch for these guys, though, looking way deep into it. Uh, the Stars' March schedule, only four games are at home out of 14. So that's not great. If they no. don't do good in this next little bit, it might be an ugly March because um, they just haven't been great on the road. Uh, Build up a their... couple wins would be good for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed their uh, road schedule even before. It was actually pretty tough. Um, so I can kind of understand the bad road record, but still it's not great. Uh they do have April, though, that's got uh, 10 home games out of the 16. So maybe they can kind of climb themselves their way back. But uh, right now, it's looking pretty positive for the Stars. As it's You just you got a real tough home uh, six games here, and you have to show up to that. And yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's go back. Let's get into the Jets, though. Jets will be playing 15 games in 35 days. And the last week playing uh, Pens, Bruins, and Preds and Caps. So all tough, tough matchups. Uh, coming up here, they got the Panthers, Canucks, and Blues, which is quite the couple of weeks for the old Jets here. Uh, real, real tough schedule. But after that, they have a very well-mixed schedule. Um, nowhere near like the Stars matchup of like seven playoff teams in, <laughs> in 10 <laughs> yeah, games or something rough. dumb like that. They're kind of going back and forth. Uh Though it is 
almost a game every other day. The matchups are good enough that they shouldn't get into a bad funk and go on losing streaks. But like I've said with this as long team as before, PLV steps up. Yeah, like like I've said with this team before, if they're inconsistent or having those weird games at, against bad teams and lose those games, and then have good games against good teams, and we just saw them lose in a shootout to those teams. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna get too far if you do stuff like that. Um, being in a playoff. But looking at points percentage, so not worried unless they collapse at the end of the year or something like that. In April, they have to play Colorado twice. They play the Panthers and the Lightning back-to-back games. They also have a game against the Canes and Rangers. That's six of their 13 games in April that are right now the top teams in the league. Uh, so if they don't put set themselves up at least decently, um, they could actually like kind of get their ass kicked in the last month. You never know. Uh, but like I said, as long as they stay somewhat consistent, they don't have an insane schedule that's difficult. You might lose a game against a good team, but you'll have a decently good matchup the next game to come back and get a win. So things are looking okay for the Jets right now. Uh, skip to the Predators. Uh, very slow February for the Predators. Only 10 games until the end of February which is honestly super good news for this team. Uh, if they can approach the time off correctly and stay in game mode, uh, because technically it's one of the tougher schedules, but it's spread out. Uh, they have a seven-day break after they play the Kraken, Oilers, and Canucks, which are games they definitely going to need points in, uh, because once they take those seven days off, every team is going to be very hard to beat. starts with the Stars on the road, which I was talking about, their yeah. home stretch. And Nashville sounds like the one team to lick your chops at. So they're really going to want to win that one. <laughs> uh, so the Predators are going to have to come in and really come up big against the Stars because they do have another game against them on the road just before the end of February. So winning that game would be huge for the Preds on the road. Uh, but after that, there's the Jets, the Caps, Canes, Panthers, Stars, obviously on the road there. And that's ending off with the Lightning. So yeah, Jets, Caps, Canes, Panthers, and Lightning. Fun stuff in February for those guys. Um, while everybody's playing an extra game or two to catch up on you. But what you might worry about is... The April schedule is tough. Two games versus the Wild and the Flames, and one against the Bolts, Panthers, Avs, Penguins, Blues, and Oilers. Out of the 15 games in April, that is 10 of them. Uh, all those minus, like the Oilers, should be humming going into the playoffs. Um, Hopefully. This could be a year where, like, they're set up good right now. If they can keep themselves in this sort of winning percentage and that sort of stuff, they might be able to squeeze out of that last April. But, like, that's a scary, scary April. These guys could end up just getting beat down at the end of the year. Yep. Um, why, they, why I think they need our goalie, because just to double, double up with Smith. And... Yeah. yeah, so the Preds just are, they're going to be, they're going to be fine, I think, right now. Yes, they have tough games, but if they stay, like, 500 for the next month or two, um they should be they should be all right but like i said i'm i'm a little worried for these guys actually at the end of the year if they're not in a good position that's that's right we've seen teams just fall out fall off the map at the end of the year and we don't know why and it's probably well, because of we weren't uh, expecting schedules from, like this hey we weren't expecting much from nashville going into the season um no doubt no doubt so 
So you never know, right? But, um, yeah, that's my future out. watch. So yeah, cool. it's gonna be yeah, pretty intense, intense schedule for the central. Very intense. Yeah, basically. Um, what did I have? I think. Yeah, I think it's uh, Hellebuck. Obviously, got to step up. I think that'll be the biggest thing for the Jets. Sure. Uh, the biggest thing for the Stars is continuing to play. win these few odd games on the road yeah. and keeping that good home record. And I think they'll be fine. But yeah, the Preds, they got that big stretch, only 10 games in there till the end of February. You just don't want to, like, tough matchups. You don't want to drop down. Those, hey? Yeah, you don't want to drop down on nope. at this time, Absolutely especially not. if the other teams are doing better than you or something like that. For sure. But, yeah, that's yeah. all I got, dude, boys. Nope, fair enough. Uh, I'll jump in with mine then. Uh, mine's fairly quick, and it'll be technically tonight, uh, yesterday and tonight when you're listening, but for us on uh, Tuesday, January 24th, or sorry, Monday, January 24th, not Tuesday. Uh, tonight, Keith Yandel will be tying Doug Jarvis's Ironman streak with 964 games played straight. And tomorrow against Florida, he will break the record. Uh, so nice. just super cool. Uh, I'm excited to watch that as I just love Keith Yandel. He's always a funny interview. Um, I mean, this and this streak, it's crazy how long this streak has been around. Uh, I think 35 years this Iron Man streak has gone on. And Doug Jarvis, <laughs> Yandel breaks it too, um, came out saying that. So yeah, I'm just I'm super excited. It's super cool. You, it's it's kind of like Marlowe's like game played record. You see it once every like something big like this once every so often. So super intrigued to watch it. But, Hell yeah, man! That's, that's awesome. Yeah, super, good old Yans. I love Yans. Super funny. Seems super funny guy. It's amazing. Um, he hasn't missed a game. Yeah, it this is year with COVID fantastic. going on. And lucky the NHL doesn't count playoff games or else he would have broken this streak when he did. Because Florida was so close to ending it last year. Um, yeah, jo- Jordan yeah. and I were pretty upset about that. Talking yeah, about I remember that was dumb. The yeah. Idiots. Oh, yeah. Idea. But should break it now. However, uh, Jordan, what do you got for your future watch? Um, Keeping with the theme of awards when I talked about Ovechkin winning the heart. I've been thinking about the Jack Adams Award a lot, Ooh, and, I'm, and I'm, yeah, it's not really an award that a lot of people put a lot of thought into, and it's something that I'm I have been with. actually. I struggled this year too. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. There's a lot. There's of, a lot of really. Good I could names. probably go through. Yeah, like there's there's obviously uh, Dean Evanson. There's obviously Mike Sullivan. There's obviously Brunette, uh, Bruce Casty, still keeping John the great. Cooper as yeah. always. Um, uh, what's Brenda Moore as always? Brenda Moore's uh, Gallant and Rangers, like they're in first in the Metro. Never would have thought that. Like, yeah, there's so many, right. so many guys. Berube, um, I think John Hines is the coach in Nashville, and that's pretty impressive for Nashville. So yeah, there's Normally, lots, lots, and lots I think of names. About this award, it comes down to like three names, but this year I think it's going to be at least five. At least this maybe is eight. a tough <laughs> award. There's, there's some really good teams this year. The really good teams, right? Are like even. a lot of teams have looked fantastic at yeah. their peak. Yep. So uh, what do you, what do you got for your Jack Adams winner then? Who do you predict? At the moment, who is it's yeah. Mike Sullivan? Yeah, I. I 
I almost don't want to say it because I am the Pens fan, but like the injuries we went through this year and we're battling for first, like in our division. Well, and like you said, we you were have written no off. We, yeah, we have no backup goalie. We were written off by probably 80% of hockey fans that legit know hockey. Uh, they said this is the year they're going to fall. Um, didn't have Crosby and Malkin to start the season. Didn't have Malkin for the first like three months of the season. Malkin for a while. Malkin for a long time. Um, everyone has missed games in our lineup, I'm pretty sure, uh, which is insane. Well, and I think you... All things considered, I think you have the best penalty kill in the league. As yeah, well. we do. Uh, what we did, we've been a little bit struggling lately. Not like bad, but like just we're letting in one a game or so here and there. But, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I like, agree. Evan Rodriguez too is having a season at like a yeah, million do- dollars where yeah, like he's leading goal scorer on the Pens, our second leading goal scorer behind Gensel. Like it's insane. Yeah, and yeah, I like uh, what's his name? I like that Dean Evanson or uh, yeah, Rod Brendamore this year. Me too. Um, I love Dean Evanson. Because Dean Brendamore will be a name we hear in this com- in this conversation a lot for, for a next while. five years. He should be. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's he's like Vasilevsky coaches to me. Like Brendamore's yeah, the exactly best coach right. in the NHL. Um, he's the yeah, one I like would want to for. <laughs> the big reasons I say Brendamore is the whole uh, switching from D'Angelo. Dougie. Dougie to D'Angelo, um, doesn't look Cockney Emmy, the the way he's he been struggled to used, and, but you like know he's like, using him effectively. Yeah, he's like fourth um, player. Yeah, they missed the, the they lost him again. Who's a God? I love that guy. Um, Trust me, I do too. He's uh, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. That's why you guys are in Mike Sullivan because he's on that team now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no joking. Uh, but yeah, no with. Minnesota, it's the resurgence of like Ryan Hartman creating yeah. that line last year. Like this Kirill guy, Kirill Kaprizov on pace yeah. for a hundred and some points. Yeah. yeah, he's getting absolutely everything. He's everybody's comfortable on that team. Yeah, and that's what I like to see when it comes to. Yeah, that's that's uh, true. Um, Dean Emerson's been great, and so obviously Rod the Bod's gonna be there every single year. Uh, I think Has Coop it, won and, it yet though. Coop, I. I don't know. I think he has. Is he he had guy to that, have. Is he, is he the guy that got snubbed several times or what? Um, Who's that, John Cooper? Or did he finally get his... I don't like, know. Uh, I think he has won. I think he did. He hasn't snubbed a bunch. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, see. I, I swear um, he had one. I will figure out for you right now who are the list. So, he... Brindamore... Uh, I don't think he's won. He has not won. Wow. That's just insane. Yeah, right? okay. So, like... It should, now they say that probably should be Cooper. Hey, what he's doing with Tampa? Like we always kind of just like, oh, it's Tampa. They're always good, but they're like first, and they played before D Man the other night and still dominated. Like, yeah. it, it, he's another name. Uh, I right before you said that, I was gonna bring up Andrew Burnett because what he's done with the fact yeah, with that, that yeah, with Q having to resign at the start of the year, he was kind of thrown in as an assistant to starter coach. To head coach right away, and I know this Florida team is very talented, and they could probably coach themselves. But he's done well, and like he went from having a long runway of a chance to now having almost an infinity runway for the end of the year or two years at least. Um, so I think that's him. He should be 
talked about a little bit too. Yeah, no, I agree. They had a pretty rocky start to the season. They might have to. They might have to. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they might have to default and give it to him just because he deserved it for. Yeah, yeah, Cooper. Years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I I hundred percent agree with that because last year was uh was Brindamore, then it was Cassidy, then Barry Trotz, and then Jared Gallant in Vegas, and then Tortorella in Columbus, and then Trotz again in Washington. So it, it's yeah, no, it's crazy. And another thing that's kind of crazy is Mike Sullivan hasn't won one yet either. No, no, okay. Um, so two names that are probably like you guys a said a lot of guys in the hunt this year for their first lots and lots of guys in the hunt for that for this year like you said uh for sure so anyways that is our future watch segment i'm just gonna kind of jump into some news around the league boys jump in whenever you feel like it. if there's a team that i bring up or whatever i don't bring up before we get into the injury corner then just jump in okay uh oh just going to jump into the Islanders news. Uh, some more sad news on Long Island as Clark Gillies passes away at age 67. He was honored in the game against the Leafs on Long Island. Uh, Giant T's return, actually, where the Leafs won 3-1. to one. Uh, Like Chase mentioned earlier, he mentioned this Islanders team and how hard it is to win four cups. Well, this man, Clark Gillies, won four cups with the Islanders and was a huge, huge part of that team. Um, yeah, cool. Hall of Famer, two-time Absolutely. All-Star, yeah. like you just said, four-time yeah, Stanley yeah. Cup champion. Yeah, uh, he played with mostly the Islanders, but I believe he also played in Buffalo. Yeah, I I don't know where else. I just know the Islanders. Um, but he was there forever and all that with that, like we said, that cup-winning team. Uh, obviously upsetting to see him go, but it's great to see his memory is honored yeah, well his, by his the legacy Islanders. Continue. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to more cheerful news, I guess we can say, in Vancouver land, we got Bruce Boudreaux as he reached a 1,000 games behind the bench of an NHL team. Uh, he said he had to like pinch himself to see if it was real. He didn't believe they had made it that long. Um, but yeah, awesome for Bruce. He's such a good, seems like such a good person. Like I haven't heard nothing but good things about Boudreaux since before he was hired as coach for Vancouver and after. Yeah. Like, he is a he can, great ambassador for the game. He's he's, yeah, awesome. he's still. I yeah. love him. So he's such, always in a good mood. He can bring really the best out of people, which I really like. So. Yeah, he's got a hell of a personality, and that goes Ab- a long way. Absolutely. So just hats off to Bruce um, and his thousand games behind the bench. Um, and thank you, Bruce, for getting Elias Pettersson playing hockey again. Yeah, starting to play a lot, lot better. Love um, seeing that now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Been, been missing that for about two years now. Um, moving on to the Blackhawks, some Marc-Andre Fleury news. As he was asked about the trade rumors and what he thought, but he said he's just going to ignore the trade rumors and he wants to help the Blackhawks make the playoffs. Well, you can do one of those things, Mark, but... Um, I don't think making the playoffs with the Hawks, Blackhawks is very feasible. This division... Oh, they, and, know, they, they lost the game right after. Yeah, they too. did. Was, uh, was that the overtime against Minnesota or the one before <laughs> not, that? Where Moose? Sure, I think I it was the overtime that. game where Moose scored. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. I just remember because he was like, he said that and I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll see some epic flurry action uh, yeah, tonight no. here. No, 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 and uh, yeah. So it's just they are so far from a playoff spot, guys. Like I say, so far they're seven points away, and they have as many games as everyone, and in fact, more than a lot. I, they're an eighth in the wild card, 
rankings. Like, that's yeah. just wildcard rankings. That's awful. They're second last in the West. I don't see a chance they're making playoffs. Um, nope. Nope. Now, I have these guys Flurry, down for, like, a big second-half resurgence, but that might yeah. not happen because there's – unless they start doing it now, like, Flurry, like, maybe they kind of start getting themselves going and they don't – I think they'll be competitive guys, but in games, but right I just don't get a playoff. They are the fifth last in goals four. Mm-hmm. Like the Chicago Blackhawks are fifth last in goals four. Which you don't associate with them what? often. That's, and they already have a sense. bad defense, so. Don't even Just, have 100 goals, guys. That's weird. Yeah, that's uh, Kane's having a down year, um, for Certainly. sure. But no, I just. Uh, back on the. Sorry, just to jump back to Flurry for a quick second with the trade rumors. Um. I really don't know if he's going to get traded. I really don't. He's only going to go if he wants to go. Um, and he'll only... I feel he'll only want to go if a team offers to take him and wants him, right? Yeah, it's just to not sign with? No, not necessarily to sign with, but just to go to... He's got, like, he's got a family. He's got to think about long-term... It's got to be yeah, perfect for him. Career coming to a close. Yeah, exactly. At least five years, I'd say. Yeah, so I, I think I don't know if he's gonna go anywhere. I think he's just gonna stay put in Chicago, chill for the year, think about who he wants to sign with for a cheap deal long term next year, so him and his family can settle and stay somewhere for I the rest of their lives, honestly, and pick a home that, like, even if it's Montreal and he wants to go be a backup in Montreal, like. For two million dollars, mm-hmm. and they want to live at home, he can do that. And it just makes it easy. So I think that's what's going to happen with Flurry. I don't know, but you guys, do you think he's going to get traded? Do you think he's no? I mean, like you said, stay? he'll get traded if he wants to. Yeah, I that's the important part. This. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And I, I think true. Chicago is comfortable keeping him actually for maybe even oh, extending maybe. him. Uh, if he wants to sign a cheap deal, like just hey, ride it out with us. Um. They need a goalie of some sort. Like him and Lankinen can definitely be uh, yeah, no, partnership I think, for a couple of years. But I think somebody will talk him into going somewhere. That's I do sure. too. I'm sure I somebody think, will. I think Pittsburgh of... is a big team that could. I would have thought Vegas if they weren't such in the way they traded him. I would have said, why wouldn't you go back to Vegas for like a year? Or mm-hmm. two, and like take a seven, like a nine hundred k contract to just play yeah. for the best team, but I don't think the way they treated him would go. So to me, Pittsburgh's the obvious choice. Like it's his home t- or Montreal. Like those are the two obvious teams because of home is in Canada, yeah. Quebec, and he was a Penguin for so long, like so 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 long, fourteen yeah. years he was a Penguin. So that just doesn't disappear and so that's also an option i don't know what you guys it'd be funny if he went to uh washington i would cry (laughs) i would cry i would come on this i would come on this podcast cursing if he becomes a because our whole team in 2017 is turning into fucking capitals doesn't doesn't work for them but If you can't beat them, make them your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. uh, no, enough, I do think enough. he'll get traded uh, at the deadline or something or whenever. I think somebody will coax him into it, and I think somebody will pay up for will pay up for him. Cough, cough, Edmonton, question but mark? <laughs> I feel like it's – but like you said, it's more 
the question of if he wants to like stay there. I don't really see him wanting to. Like, I don't know why he would want to stay and then go sign yeah. somewhere random. Like I just that's weird. It seems to me. weird and un- unlikely for on un- some unknown reason, even though it does happen like a decent amount, but. In this situation, like, it doesn't seem like it would make that much Yeah, like, in, there's certain cases where I can picture it where, like, he gets traded there early and stays yeah. there. Like, that I could see. I could see if, like like I said, Pittsburgh trading for him. Like, I don't yeah. know, a Zucker for him? Uh, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, like, just trading and then getting an extension done with the team or Montreal for that sake. Like, mm-hmm. they have goalie injuries bad right now. I know they have Allen and Price and Fleury to worry about next year if they did, but sure there's a way around it yeah yeah that um, usable for you, other teams you can so trade him easy but yeah no but um, yeah, just want to bring that it is tough uh do you guys have any other chicago news you want to bring up before i move on no i don't think so um says jones playing a lot of minutes looking a lot better good lot on better. you i guess yeah Hopefully. it's this team isn't it's not good don't get me wrong oh wait the other like, news the other news is that uh they said everybody's for sale other than like Kane and Days. Oh, did they? They're opening, did yeah, they're that. opening the trading like a lot of their guys other than like Kane and Days you know, and, and Jones. Debrin- and I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Debrink it. And I was okay. like, well. So like, yeah, that makes trade, sense. Like Kubalik and those guys. Those what about others, Doc? And, yeah, not like Doc. I don't see them trading yeah, him either. Um, I was just asking because you said everyone and like. Yeah, no, they didn't say it. They didn't mention anything about them, so. Probably yeah, not, like, but... Kind of like your actual sensible, more right. or less, like, you're not going to trade your dog yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, but, your like, uh, down low Kubalik and stuff like that, like, they're probably... But I was just surprised that they went and took that stance that they're not going to trade those guys unless they uh, take yeah. a stance, and maybe they'll make a different stance in the off Maybe season, next but, year. Maybe next year in know, the offseason, off. yeah, when they have one year left. Like, I think that makes it easier to make a deal with other teams and more comfortable for 10 million dollars being traded like eichel's different because he's 24 like (laughs) not 30 something so but anyways moving off uh the selling blackhawks we'll go on to a buying team even though it's not talking about trades carolina uh i just got one thing on them because i thought it was super funny did you see svechnikov fake his michigan and then pass it right out in front to (laughs) rider that was amazing like he sewered two d-men thinking he was going to and just right in front to nina Ryder. and we always talked about why don't you just pass it in front well he did and he heard yeah yeah no kidding i think i love like i love the michigan goal i love the dish again i love all of that but that is just smart playing he's done mm-hmm. it twice already Creative, right yeah and he fakes it to make a play i just thought i laughed so hard and i'm like that's carolina that is yeah. the definition of the carolina hurricanes psych you thought we were bad now we're the best team in the east <laughs> oh okay tony yeah. you psych you thought tony d'angelo was an asshole is as good as D- dougie offensively all right like it's just non-top <laughs> with carolina uh, moving off Carolina to, I don't know if this is bad news or good news for you, Jordan, in your Washington land. Uh, they're discussing Evander Kane signing. I heard about that. I uh, and you were the first person I thought of, like, ooh, I cannot wait to hear what Jordan thinks on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to feel about it, because obviously we all know he's a good hockey player. But, like, yeah. he just brings problems wherever he goes. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree because I'm sitting there like, please don't sign in Washington because I don't want to play against the Vander yeah, Kane. Yeah, right. Like all <laughs> like, things considered, the Vander Kane is a very good uh -huh. hockey player. He is a very good hockey player, and someone will sign him if he yeah, isn't suspended in the NHL. As long as the NHL yeah. doesn't suspend him, someone will take that chance. I think yeah, it's hey. probably Edmonton. <laughs> But I think like, hopefully Edmonton and not us. Yeah. Um, yeah, like what happened with this Kane thing? I didn't think it would be like several, like, several, several weeks later. It's because okay. I think it's the NHL's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. San Jose, you can't just like get out of $7 million for the next mm -hmm. however long, five, six years it is or whatever. Like you can't just not have that disappear because he's uh controversial guy in the locker room like that's bullshit so they're kind of fighting it there's always stuff like this it's it involves money so the nhl is going to work hard at it yeah, like exactly. that's the sad truth but because it's involving so much money that they can make off of this contract they're gonna try to fight tooth and nail to make sure they get that money in some capacity so well, and Evander Kane knows the legal system. Worst thing for them would be him <laughs> suing them. Yeah. Oh, let's not even talk about like legal system and Evander Kane because like that's just a long, confusing, don't know if what's true road. <laughs> like there's so much accused of him, so little actually proven, but so little actually like dismissed. It's just I don't know. He's I say he shouldn't play in the NHL again and that he should be suspended from it because of all these he's not paying his agent and stuff like that. I think just there should be something yeah, like that personally. Just go to Russia. Like you want to make money playing hockey, go to Russia. <laughs> it's that yeah, simple. I hate to say it, but that's that's definitely the guy needs to stop talking to his wife or ex-wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on there. I think those are those people are two peas in the same. Yeah, I think same... they need to just stop communicating. <laughs> I think they are, and except through the media. But let's move off of Vander Kane. I didn't mean to segue into this long one. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, hope you don't become capital for two of us on the podcast. Yeah. Um, moving on to the arizona coyotes well more or less this is just chikrin news because that's the only good thing out of arizona uh just a couple teams very interested in chikrin uh the rangers the bruins and the panthers are the three biggest teams among um mm -hmm. also worth noting that there is a legitimate trade out there offer for chikrin available that arizona yeah hey, hasn't accepted out of those three uh, Florida. I would. I think. Yeah, so. I, would say I, heard, I don't know where it was from, but I heard they received an offer of two former first round yep. overall picks and, and a, a twenty twenty two first. Yeah, I think that's Florida. Was it from Florida? I well, think we don't know from Rangers, Florida because I say it. Uh, well, Kratzoff, I heard was offered. Yeah, <laughs> I heard Rangers did offer Kratzoff. I don't know if that's the same deal. Um, I'm just trying to think who else would you give as a first round pick if you're the Rangers? Would it be like a D man that you're like uh, Offman? Like, oh yeah, one of those D men you... for sure because they have like three extra D men that they would have of first so, round picks probably. Yeah, I don't know. Probably That's why like that Schneider. No, they're or... not getting rid of Schneider. Schneider. Is it Zachary be... Jones? That's the other one. Zach That's the first round. Yeah, Zach. I don't know if he's first round. I know he's a first no, he's a third, third. rounder. 
Uh, I know mm. Lundquist was a second rounder. Uh, there's Matthew Robertson, I think, was second rounder. Um, yeah, I don't would know. They, would they throw Keandre Miller at him then, or what? Like, That's would they actually a lot, do that? but they might. Like, well, maybe shit. Schneider. You might be right. It might be Schneider. I don't like that. I don't and like it either. No, I would I rather, like honestly, I'd rather... I don't know. I don't. I don't like the trade. Depends on what they offered. I just think Florida. I don't know. I got a sneaky feeling about Florida's really gonna go. They for fucking it this better year. not. We might as well not even play the rest of the next three seasons. <laughs> Point of playing hockey after that if they get. Yeah, in. I know, right? They um, won't lose. I, I, I just think it's Florida. It, to me, it's fucking better not. Okay. I, I think it is. <laughs> I don't know who the first round picks would be. Owen Tippett probably. I heard. I heard that they wanted like Lundell or something crap. Like that would you ain't giving up Lundell. I like, would not give no up Lundell. Way. He's like half their team, dude. Yeah, he yeah, is. I agree. Like you don't give up Lundell, but I think I don't know. I got a sneaky thing about Florida that they're gonna go all in this year. Like I really think this. They feel like they're gonna. They can go all in. They feel. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense for uh, both of these, all three of these teams, because yep. they're all cap strapped. They already have contracts going. I guess Boston's a little bit different. Boston um, needs to win, is the right now yeah, is the thing, right? Yeah. So but the Rangers and uh, Florida, they need somebody who can be epic on a good contract. They could really use that. So. You know what? Now that I think about it, why wouldn't you give up Keandre Miller? When you're getting Chikrin back. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Hey. Yeah, I'm, I just thought about it for a second. Like, I was like, oh, but mm-hmm, you're giving up mm-hmm. that such good lefty. I'm like, you're getting Chikrin. I, f- I just forgot yeah. you're getting Chikrin for a second. But, like, yeah, no. Um, Just a couple of teams. I'm sure there's so many more teams interested. Like, this yeah, is there probably like just LA the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. All the guys we talked about before so, with Anaheim and stuff like that. So, I, like, there's, yeah, everybody's going to want this guy. But, like I said Whoever actually literally wants to give up too much for them is the only people that are going to get up. And those people are only going to be the teams that actually know they're going to be able to win a Stanley Cup in like your Florida's and yeah. like the Rangers Tampa, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and the Rangers love doing this sort of stuff, picking up like well, your big name players and stuff like no, that. What like, though, that's, that's another the Rangers, team, you know. That's another team that they think they're a D-man and a forward away from being a cup contender. Like oh, yeah, a for serious, sure, serious contender. So I think they're going to go like for maybe it as well. To me, to me, maybe not this year just because of Laffy and the guys are not like – Yeah, I don't think right this now. year, but they do. But like the Rangers year? truly believe that this year they are one D-man and one forward away from being – It'd be pretty magical if they won, hey? Me, yeah, wonderful. I think – I don't think so. Cool. I, I, would I think there's that, probably but... four teams in the East above the Rangers, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, oh so, yeah, when it comes to playoff time, they're gonna get slapped in the face. I'm yeah, like, I think so. Crap, this is but, really difficult. Oh, absolutely. But, um, but anyways, moving on. I just got one more team to bring up. Um, and then you guys can quickly bring up any other teams if I if you want to. Uh, but Buffalo Sabers mainly just a Sabers prospect, as Devin Levi was among the players on the Team Canada's list to go to China uh, yeah, for the Olympics. So that's just kind of cool. And Eric Stahl was also on the list probably going to be captain is what i'm hearing uh which is cool i think he should be yeah. makes and Devin sense. levi's the he was the, the big piece of that reinhardt trade so yeah yeah he was uh is the first in Devin levi for reinhardt so he was the prospect cool. in it so that's super cool just want to bring that up do you guys have any other teams to bring up before i kind of bring up some sad news and um the yeah hl and the echl uh, yeah, um, I'm going to just bring up the Kraken just because I haven't talked to, about him for 
quite a while here. Um, but honestly, looking at the Kraken's record, it's surprising that they're that bad. Like their <laughs> goals for and goals are against are roughly the same as like Sharks, Blue Jackets, Devils, yeah. Wings, and Sabers. And these are all like Sabers. Yeah, not great, but like all these other teams, like Blue Jackets, Devils, Wings, like these are. They're playing good hockey. They're winning games the odd time, you know? Like, they show up and yeah. stuff like that. Give you a good push. They're like, competitive. Yeah, hey, so it's just, just all these teams have, like, a 400 winning percentage at the least. Like, that's the Sabres, and Wings are at a 500 percentage. Uh, I believe the Blue Jackets and Devils are about mid-spot. But the question I have is, why can't the Kraken at least get to a 400 winning percentage? Like, you're at, like, a 366 or something, and that's after beating... Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like some good goaltending maybe could flip this team around, you know? Like that's yeah. I don't problem I don't know is, what is they've, to got, say, like, they've got none this year. At like Grubauer played good last night. Teams. You're at least good as those mediocre shitty teams. Like come on. Which is I don't know. Um, what do you guys I, think? I think the Seattle Kraken should just keep trucking along and hope they keep getting not noticed that they suck. If I'm being honest, I hope this team is bad and for their sake. And I'm not saying that because I don't yeah. want to see I'll be successful. I want this team to be successful. I love this team. Like everything looking about this team as a franchise, I love. Like, except mm-hmm. for their head coach. I'm not a big, big fan. Of I'm Axel. not a big fan. But, hey, like, I, like, I don't, I don't love Haxtell. Like, I, I, yeah, I was open to it. But like after the start, nah, not really. Don't like yeah, it. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Now, yeah. how the team is constructed. Problem. Yes. But I think this is a good reason to say I did this on purpose so we can rebuild. I think that's good. what Ron yeah. France is going to do is turn this. Be like, I wanted to take a chance on a couple of guys like Vegas did. It didn't work, but we did it bad enough where we can rebuild quicker. So I think that's a saving grace. I think they should sell this year and next year. Be bad for two, three years. And then look when Beneers starts to actually grow into a hockey player and you're pick this year next year and stuff i think you just they should rebuild uh, rebuild i think you should uh start trading guys like yep soon actually yesterday not waiting until the deadline honestly. yeah i, I, I think, think they should have traded a couple guys yesterday um cali yarncroft if you can get anything for him that would be brilliant because he's gonna walk um all, any of these guys who aren't an rfa but are up this year so all their UFAs should probably be gone. So Giordano, unfortunately, should probably go. Uh, Marcus Johansson should get something for him. Um, Cal Yarncroc, another guy. Like, even Riley like Shea. Gio, like, Gio would probably be the only guy I'd probably keep until the deadline because you're probably retaining half of that. So yeah, yeah. you, you that keep that to the deadline. I'm just saying like, a general trade. But um, like start start throwing Yoli yep. or y- Yarncroak oh. in these guys because or Donskoy, like somebody. Yeah, I guy. heard let them play some per- hockey because yeah. Perfect you brought up the Kraken, because I actually have a trade from him that I heard out there that I actually don't hate. Um and it just fits all the boxes. So for Edmonton to get Chris Drieger. Yeah. They need a goalie. Yeah, I heard that. He's done good in Florida. Like, he did really good there. He's struggling here. But every goalie in Seattle kind of sucks. So, like, I'm willing to give him a pass for the year. He's got term for three years and has potential to be a starting goalie. And he's better than Koskinen by a lot. So, I think that's a player that they should really dive. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I had a trade made because I was making – we did that – uh uh marner thing so i was making a seattle team to try to 
figure okay. out how that would all work. And I traded Drieger at like the deadline. What the hell? What do you guys think of Drieger to Edmonton? And ooh, even I even threw Yarn Croak 50% retained for Raphael Lavoie and Oliver Rodrigo. And then obviously Koskinen going back for yep. I, uh I say yes. The fact that I don't have to give up a pick as the Oilers. And Lebois is like that sucks to get rid of. I really like him, but like mm-hmm. I, you need a goalie. You get a goalie with term. I it's was, hard to get people here. Yes. Yeah. Now that I see this, I remember I had a second round pick in there for Seattle before because, but then I looked at it and I'm like, I don't think Lebois, so. a Lebois is first Rodrigo round pick, a second round Lebois. pick, and then I'm giving you another. I'm giving you three second round picks for Chris Yeah, like, no, it's you know, two so seconds. Like, two seconds. Maybe you good. can just get away with. The, if Devin Taves went for two seconds, then. Drieger can go for that or less. The only thing that's negative, I guess, here is that both those players are not playing too great in Lavoie and Rodrigo this year, or not as epic as true. Know, but they they have but, they're but still very young. Going to Seattle, you know? and that's so the thing: like, Seattle do doesn't need them to become at all like a top mm-hmm. six guy. If they turn into a third line player for Seattle, that's a win. I think, like mm-hmm. I, as yeah. Lavoie, um, yeah. and then the goalie uh, Rodrigo, he's a goalie, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, I'm 99 percent sure he's like their second best goalie prospect behind like Skinner. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's he looks pretty good, um, based on what I've seen and what I've heard. Like he yeah, could no, be I a, really good, like a good one to, B. So I like Drigger like going. Drieger I love going that to, trade. It's like the one guy that actually like is in the age age group range that I think fits. Kind of looking at yep, and got like the contract. contract. Um, <laughs> it's not breaking the bank. They can easily afford it. So. Yeah, I love it's it. It's an extra year after Kyle Smith is gone too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, no, I think it's I think it's fantastic. No, um, I'm just gonna quickly jump into some of this uh, unfortunate news that came up. Then we'll jump to injury corner because we're starting to get crunched on time. So let's. Uh, I'm gonna start in the AHL as it turns out. Uh, we found out this happened a while. This happened early in January. Um. But AHL San Jose Barracuda forward Christoph Herbick uh, has been suspended for 30 games for a racist gesture to uh, Tucson Roadrunner forward Boko Ima, Imama, sorry, um, who is African American, and I, I don't. I looked everywhere to find out what he did. So um, I only found out about this this morning. I didn't notice it before, so I looked for what he did. I didn't know what he did, but it's just awful, the fact that I'm glad yeah, the AHL... Awful to hear a racist gesture like that, because it's happened a lot, seemingly, lately, that these are kind of coming up, but um glad that the AHL suspended him for 30 games. He came out with a formal apology to him and didn't... He's 22. He's, so he's a guy who realized my actions were wrong and all that, but um, he's able to appeal it soon, but the contract he's already, he's already missed three games. But we'll mm-hmm. keep him more posted on that. It's just unfortunate for that, and it continued down even to the lower league in the ECHL as well as Jacksonville Iceman uh, Jacob Pananta uh, is suspended indefinitely, uh, and to have a hearing for his racist gestures. Uh, he made monkey noises to South Carolina Stingray Jordan Subban, who is. P.K. Subban's younger brother. Um, it's just uh, all I want to say is I want to put no of these because this is not okay in our game. 
Um, obviously, it's not okay. I don't think there's many people out there that would disagree or have any. Um, and that we stand by these two guys who were crit wrongfully criticized for and profiled, racial profiled, which is awful. So I just wanted to put put it out there and sincere apologies to those guys and hope that Jacob and Kristoff get better and learn because it's just not okay. So do you guys have anything to add to it? Uh, I think just no place in, in the game for it. So Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that, that's frankly I kind of say they, they got to do their time. They got to prove that they aren't bad people before we can yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah, like it's it's a chance. systemic thing. It's how we grow up and stuff like yeah. that. And then emotions hit you. And Absolutely. You that's why that, I say you can prove yourself that you wouldn't right. Or shouldn't normally say. And it's just, yeah, it's slowly in time. I believe people are teaching their kids much better and smarter about this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, or just it's, not teaching them at all about things like this that creates people to be racist or however the heck this happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot, like, a lot more kids are polit more politically correct as we're go getting up there. Um, yeah. No, yeah, it's just no. so, so sad. It's the, it's the last 10 years of this sort of crap probably happening in like hockey to me. Cause like, yeah, without just, like I said, it's just, these guys grew up reported. in a completely different world and it just seems like it comes out when you're frustrated or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's sad it's that, emotions. That's... You're trying to get under their skin. Does it make it right? No, at all. Like not at all. It's, I, I'm, I under like I understand how it can get to that because I've I've been I played sports long enough how and been a kid like yeah, I'm all, sure we've all said the wrong we've all thing said the wrong like, thing and festered up over emotions here especially especially guys guys and with all the testosterone build up but, but like taking it's just it like, like yeah it's just bringing it person to an insane strict personal level to personal level is, is too far yeah. Like I've I've called people awful names, not meaning it personally, just a name, but like it's still yeah. It's just it's just not okay. Hopefully it's getting better. We know that and hopefully hopefully suspensions show impact. Yeah, exactly, that this can't continue. But um that's all I got for those two stories for now. Uh since we're sorry to hard segue over into our injury corner. But we're starting to get short on time, and if we want to get our all-star segment, let's uh, let's jump into the injury corner, Jordan. Uh, so if you're a Buffalo fan, you might want to close your ears during this. Oh, not, too, uh, not too good news in Buffalo as a couple uh, To start with, Malcolm Subban, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. After having lower body surgery, that's yeah, really that's... not going to help him. Yeah, no. <laughs> luckily, uh, luckily, what's his name has been playing outstanding. How's it? Oh, Dookie Hauser. Man, he has been light. Yeah, love him, love him. He's been playing so so good. So that's yeah, the saving grace. It sucks for Malcolm Subban, man. Man, Subban's having a rough week, like really rough week. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, hopefully he can get back and be an NHL goalie again. Yeah. What was it again? Uh, Sorry. What was the injury? 
It's a lower body. He had lower body surgery. I'm not sure what. Okay. It's probably due to his wrist, I would imagine. Gotcha. Because that was his most recent injury. Um, A couple more goalies. Tyler Parsons, he'll be out till the end of February with an undisclosed injury. I couldn't find any information on it. That sucks because he's a good prospect. Yeah, exactly, right? Prospects, when they lose time, it's just a delay. Yeah. Especially goalies, man. Yeah, goalies yeah. is great. Hard, hard enough to get a start. Don't like that trend continue. Uh, everybody's favorite, Mike Smith. He's going to be injured two more weeks due to a thumb injury. Nice. My God. Good time. A man who can't stay out of the doctor's fucking office. Yeah. That doctor must be hot. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Mike Smith is, so we know if she is, then they're getting it going. <laughs> that's a pretty sexy guy. Uh, thinking about post-retirement plans. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'll invest in your bake sale. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it got really weird really quick. So I'm gonna go back. What is the intro? Yeah, two weeks due to a thumb injury. All right, Mike uh, Smith. I'll be back in two weeks. I don't know what some of this means, but Kevin Hayes will miss three to four weeks after having fluid drained from his adductor region. I I, I don't no know what, what an adductor means. region is, but he had fluid drained. So there we go. Adductor region. Wow. Yes, indeed. Hey, that is nice. I don't know anything about what that is. <laughs> Uh, more Buffalo news. Colin Miller will be out six weeks. It's your hip. Three. It's your hip. Your uh, adup- adductor, uh, adup- adductor region, Jesus Christ, is your hip. <laughs> so, there you go. Sounds like a vacuuming turn or, turn or something <laughs> like that. Sounds like... Yeah. Well, you gotta get an objective. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a prime place where people get abducted. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're take should be in the new Taken movie or something. Um, sorry, continue. What was? No, that's okay. Colin Miller, he'll be out six weeks after having surgery. I'm not sure on what. Well, hopefully he's back for the trade deadline. He's supposed to get packed up and ready to go to Toronto. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, sounds like exactly. a per- sounds like a perfect time. Uh, March 21st trade deadline. So oh, I don't. That is about it. six weeks or so. It doesn't look likely being coming back from an injury. It didn't work. I guess last we're year. still. In January, so about eight weeks, maybe. Yeah, actually, yeah. two full months because, yeah, March 21st, it's like the 24th, so almost two full months. So, he'll get to show off uh, for two games to all nice. of his uh, for all people of that his are gonna trade two one. games in two <laughs> weeks that they play. Um, yeah, because that sucks. Um, Buffalo hopefully can get something for him still at the deadline. Yeah, more Buffalo news. Henestrosa's out three weeks with a lower body injury. That sucks. They got a lot yeah. going bad for them, Buffalo. That's what I said. It's a, it's if you're a Buffalo fan, this isn't a good one for you. There's more coming too. <laughs> yep, there is. There's another one. <laughs> Jack yeah. Quinn is also going to be out four weeks with a lower body injury. What? Four to no. six weeks, as what I heard. That's insane. But he Gino sniped. Uh, oh. Yeah. So that's why Krebsy's here. <laughs> Mr. Krebs. Buffalo fans, that's that's it yeah, for you. Love it. Uh, so, Milano, yeah, hopefully he's back. He'll be, out, he'll be out three weeks with an upper body injury. Oh no, the guy everyone forgets with the dish again. Um, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, that really sucks. Him and Zegers have been dope together. So, how long was it? Sorry to say, 
three weeks. Three weeks? That's not that's about a month. So that's that's a yeah. little little shitty, but like yeah, similarly, Nick Ehlers, he'll be out three weeks uh, after an MCL sprain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was rough, man. That guy cannot help but get injured once or twice a year. Um, it sucks, man. He's just so fast. He gets himself into this is the knee from Orlov, right? Yeah, it's from from the Orlov. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, you hate to see that. I just uh, hopefully. I mean, a sprain, I don't know. I've never had an MCL sprain or anything like that, so I can't tell you how bad it is, if it's worse than a tear or not. But I don't know if it's like bones or whatever. It's better to break a bone than a sprain. I don't know if it's the same with your joints. So hopefully he just comes back full. Yeah, he's been wicked. He's so good. I love Nick Ehlers. Um, Finally... A bad one. Jake Allen is going to be out eight weeks with a lower body injury, so that's that's his return um, mid March around the deadline. Perfect. Bring in Flurry. Um, <laughs> no, um, that really sucks. They have no yeah, goalie. that's a big. Goalie. They don't have a goalie. They have Montebo and Caden Primo as their goaltenders right now. Ouch. Yeah. Primo's had a rough go in the NHL this year too. Um, Montebo's been all right, but no, that sucks. Um, I mean, just more likelihood they get Shane right. At least my future watch is looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's it, though. That's all the injury corner? That's it? That's all? Cool. That's it. That's all this week. Um, should we just dive straight into our hack segment, too? Because like I said before, the injury corner are kind of getting short in time. we got about 20 to 30 minutes left, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. We'll, let's let's jump into all our that. all-star game. Yeah. So, Chase, uh, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, let's rip it up. Uh, we'll start in the insanity of the Colorado Avalanche. As Want to start off with the <laughs> let's start four, Central? Uh, six, six guys in the starting lineup here, and Landis so, Dog, McKinnon. Yeah, here, can I cut you off Audrey, for a second? Let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. Let me, <laughs> let me cut you off. We're doing the Central, if you couldn't tell, too. All-star, so... Just wanted to clarify for the people and let them know. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, your Colorado names, your Infinity Colorado names are. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh quite mind blowing. Obviously, you can't take any of these guys off. Nico Rantman, uh, 1.33 points per game, playing 20 minutes in the since the last All Star break, which was uh end of January last year. Um, so these are stats from since the start of February. Um, Cannon. 1.39, even a little bit better than Rantman. Uh, Speaking of McKinnon, I have a stat for him too, by the way. He has the most uh, points per game based on his playing or something in the NHL by a lot. <laughs> uh, he missed like oh, yeah. a whole bunch of time. And I looked and he's got like, I can't remember the exact stat what it was, but like he's miles above like everyone and except for like Caudry. <laughs> Why we? Why we? So, yeah. Um, yeah, he's forty-two points in twenty-nine games. That's why. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. So this year, this year, yes, he's got yeah, and pretty insane. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm just talking about this season to start. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He has the best um, points percentage. Also, per game. so uh, who else do we got? I got Landis Dog, Cadre, McCarr. I got Devin Tays on here. Devin Tays hit yeah. point seven eight points per game since uh, the last All Star break, which is quite insane 
So it's not like it's just been this year. He's a plus 60, boys. Yeah, he's fantastic. 25 minutes per game. Yeah, he's happening. He doesn't get enough praise at times. Some people give him a little too much when I hear them talk on Twitter. Like, oh, you guys talk about Kale McCarr, but Devin Taves just makes Kale McCarr as good as he is. Like, okay, like Devin Taves is a very good hockey player and he compliments McCarr well, but McCarr is legit amazing <laughs> he's been amazing yeah. before taves got there so um, yeah and speaking of mccarr 30 plus 30 71 points in 69 games since the last all-star break how uh, many goals? 31 power play points he's got 23 goals that's uh seven of them seven of them on the power play he also basically plays 25 minutes a game actually technically has been playing less than Devin Tay's 24-30. Yeah, and he scores this season, he scores goal-wise. He averages pretty much a goal once every .4 games for a defenseman. That's insane. Yeah, every other game basically has got 16 goals in 35 games. That's insane. So Absolutely insane. Um, Obviously, Kadri's got 51 points in 36 games this year which is complete madness he's almost hitting 19 minutes a game this year and if you look back to the last all-star game he's got 76 points in 82 games so it wasn't as exceptional last year but he's still at a 0.93 points per game anyways um almost playing 18 minutes and he's got his 50 51 face-up percentage so yeah that's pretty good and playing had to play first line for a while with McKinnon out too, like especially this year. Very impressive. Very uh, very impressive this the year. Last guy is Landeskog because how do you take him off and not put him in? The guy gets a fifty five percent face off percentage as a winger, so nice. that's pretty cool. Sometimes just throwing your winger in and he does better than Nathan McKinnon at forty six point nine percent. So that's, that's a little insane. unimpressive for McKinnon, but I don't think it matters. One one def- one bad and, uh, thing out of how many like things he's yeah. best at in the nhl yeah exactly uh landy 82 points 75 games plus 32 that's over a point per game since the last all-star break um mckinnon also has 44 goals in 78 games yeah uh, that's insane that is more than a goal every other game so yeah, he's, wow he's brilliant nathan like i he... Had he not been out for protocol for so many games this year, I think he'd be right up there for the Hart Trophy. Uh, and Art Ross, honestly, like he'd be right in the mix. He pretty much is, and he missed like lot more games. So, yeah. yeah so I got. Uh, what did I say? Six six guys in the starting lineup here. Two of them defensemen, four of them forwards, and I have a scratched defenseman in Samuel Gerard on my twenty three man central all-star team because samuel gerard plays 23 minutes basically uh since the last all-star break 46 points in 75 games that's a 0.61 points percentage which is quite impressive for the man um right now uh he's, yeah he's basically same sort of numbers uh going on this year i just felt like i had to tip the hat to him just because he seems to always be there for them whenever they need him to be uh could have definitely got, I got a couple other guys I probably could have throw, thrown in, uh, but we can get to them later. Let's go to the Chicago Blackhawks. I got the obvious guys and Meow Meow, meow Cat meow, and cat. Kane. Yeah. Yeah. How do you take these guys though? They got it. I got ugly uh, plus minus, but it's They're not amazing. Bad. Yeah, you take them. What I it is. agree. Uh, at very least, take to bring it. 
very loose. Yeah, exactly. So, so Kane still from the last All Star break, one point one points per game. Debrinkat point nine five. So right there, both these guys. Debrinkat's almost at twenty one minutes. Kane playing twenty two minutes uh, a game. Thirty three yeah. power play points. Debrinkat has seventeen power play goals in eighty seven games. Yeah, Fifty four goals in that legit, time frame. Man. That is. A little bit over Matt Miko Rantan's yeah. goal. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, he's so good. I love him. Yeah, and after that, it kind of drops off a cliff. I did not put Seth Jones in here at all. Just he, he's got another. I think he can just play and be and look a little bit better. And I'll put him I on, think the, there's on the list. There's a lot of stuff I would take over him, but, yeah. but twenty-six enough. minutes a game uh, with the Blackhawks is obviously. He does um, at least something minutes. to give a nod to. You know, yeah, he's he whether. does eat up minutes. I like I said, if he has a partner and there's a better system around him, he's a good defenseman. Nine and a half million, no, but yeah. Like just think defenseman. about if this team was winning, uh, all these stats would be really flipped and would look sure. a lot more positive. Uh, sure. Jones would probably not have zero power play goals, but he is getting a point seven points per game. So if this team's winning, so what is that going to be? You know, so yeah, that's fair. I'll wait for Jones to do that when they're winning, and that's, that's just how it's going to be. Uh, um, so let's kick it to where do I want to go next here? Go to Minnesota. Mini, Minnesota. Probably lots of so too. <laughs> I feel kind of bad because I only put Kirill Kaprizov really? in the stat in the actual lineup. He's my that's only insane. guy that, that, I, that I dubbed the all-star as he has 90 points in 81 games plus 24 uh with a 1.11 points per game i snubbed the old ryan hartman because of uh just because he hasn't been he wasn't exactly this guy all of last year and to the last he got 51 points in 78 games it's the last all-star break plus 34 which is awesome but his plus is a 30 like I think it's like plus 30 this year. So we got basically all of his uh, plus minus. Yeah, 31. Plus minus is 31 this year, and his total from last All-Star break was yeah. 34. So I'm just not going to give him a nod. If he can keep this up and do this next year, I'm definitely finding a way to squeeze him in on oh, this uh, All-Star tough. team. But somebody <laughs> I felt bad about snubbing in a sense, but put in, he's my extra forward, is Matt Zuccarello. I had to put him in because, like, this guy's actually super, duper he's impressive. Super uh, yeah, and I think he's worthy an all-star because I think he's helped Kaprasov. Uh, like, they just work so well together that, like, yeah. Yeah, without Zuki, Cappy's not doing what he's doing. And without Kaprasov, is not doing what he's doing, you know? So, like, yeah, fair enough. I, I just feel like those guys are the bigger key point to this and also like ryan hartman's like he's was obviously just becoming a centerman in the last year or two he's hitting a 44 right. face-off percentage so uh it's like i said maybe you can but... grow a little bit and get a little bit better but one thing i want to say about hartman is seven game-winning goals yeah that's why <laughs> you're the like team. the biggest ryan hartman fan of all time so i, yeah, I, I can't believe bad, you didn't take him I feel you. I feel you. I felt bad so, but in all reality this is an all-star team in the central division which is just a madness, madness yeah, division. division. I do want to. Yeah, I do want to give a nod to uh, Fiala for what he's been he's been producing for the last okay. year. So good, good on him. Uh, but let's go to Nashville. I uh, got the obvious Philip Forsberg and the yeah. Roman Yossi's. 
Ain't taking anyone else past no the, Matt uh, Duchesne. No, wait, no one else at all. You see Saros? Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, my, <laughs> okay. My bad. Forgot <laughs> about the goalie. <laughs> okay, the good. Because I was about to panic. Because like at first I'm like, wait, not even wait, Matt Duchesne, and then I hear no Saros. I'm like, what? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. no, not my bad. Completely forgot about the old Saros. There, didn't look at the whole <laughs> okay. thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I I snuffed Duchesne and Johansson obviously That's because crazy. like you can't just do something and for well, for 30, 40 games and pretend that you're an all star. Keep doing this, just like Ryan Hartman. Maybe I can squeeze you. Oh. In there, but you have to actually do this for longer than just a 30 stretch game or something like that um so yossi 72 points 81 in the last 81 games that's a 0.89 so basically a 0. 0.9 points percentage <laughs> over a year which is kind of mind-boggling uh 24 minutes per game uh a flip dog all right i i could not put him in he had a lot of missing games i felt Respect, like i should have yeah. snubbed him uh, only 61 games since the last All-Star break, but 58 points, uh, 0.95 points percentage. So he's just such a big part of that team, and he plays 18 minutes for those guys, and I think that's pretty big for that team. But I don't sure. know. He's a guy I could have I probably squeezed out because of some of the other guys that have had just outrageous paces here. Yeah, probably. Um, there, that's a name that's yeah, definitely could throw up as a change out maybe but i understand it for sure um roman yossi's a no-brainer um and then saros obviously yeah hey no-brainers all all, two of them are no-brainers he's such a no-brainer i didn't even think about him yeah Yeah. exactly hey like he is my starting goalie yeah (laughs) probably should have thought that (laughs) yeah exactly that's why so yeah anyways uh Uh, next team what do you got for us what do we got go to the blues got uh ryan o'reilly and a squeezed old Corey krugan over Ooh. justin falk and i feel kind of unsure about i wanted to throw both of them in probably could have found a way to do so um Probably. but uh it kind of snubbed him there i was gonna put falk as my extra d man uh just to give him the nod but ryan o'reilly 75 points in the last 84 games it's plus 24 5.9 points percentage, 20 minutes. The guy's got a 58% face-off percentage. So, yep, the team, you know, always always there for these guys. I think you're missing uh, a forward, too, off this team. Uh, there's a couple of guys I could probably squeeze in, but I don't know. I had to, had to snuff a few guys, I guess. Uh, there's, like, your David Perron's been good, Kairou. Yeah, um, Jordan Kairou's the name I'm looking dead at. I'm I'm yeah, this year has been absolutely. Yeah, I'm willing to discount but... the year before because of his age. I don't think I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, you should have been better than the year before. Well, you're 23. Like that's all you can ask for him is get. Yeah, an all star to age. me has to be like consistently bringing the team and carrying the team. And they, uh, I think I think you throw in the young, you throw longer. in you throw in the young Let's anomalies for all star game for me. It's not like it's an award. It's not like they're winning like heart trophy be- at a young age and not doing more like i think all-star game to me absolutely i take Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Without yeah that's one thing that i've been wondering about is how much do you go with recency bias just you go i think you go more recency bias one year or do you even take into account the last year you, know? you take like, into account know. when you're doing like comparing i think a little bit but mm-hmm. to, i think mainly you do recency of the yeah. start of this year yeah. it's for this year 
right? It's mm -hmm. meant for the start of this year, typically. So, I don't know. To me, Jordan Kyra is that. And he was so good last year anyways. Like, he, Yeah, he, he did end up with 66 points in 83 games over the last yeah. 83 here. So, so, it's not like... like that's fantastic. Game, think, He's right over now. a point per game right now. He's got 41 right points in 37 games. And St. Louis doesn't score like other teams do in the sense like they've they've been scoring a lot better than they in the past. But yeah. like, so other, I, I don't know. I to the me the reason is like he's played fifteen minutes over this time frame is yeah. Like I said, I think that's more impressive. Need to be a guy need to be a guy that's like actually looked at on the team really carries the team a big big massive part of that. Um, okay. and that's why I take O'Reilly. O o I'm not saying to not those take O'Reilly. But those two D men, yeah, but that's why I'm not going past that because, like, I think I, like, St. I Louis has the up. best complement players compared to other, uh, or some of the best complement players comparing them yeah. to other yeah, teams. Fair so enough. It's like, I understand to, where you're coming like, from, if, I just disagree. Like, I wanted completely. to put <laughs> Perron in and I wanted to get Cairo in, but then all of a sudden I ended up like you have to put both of them in, and that's just too many guys. Um, yeah, in so. my world here. In the island I live on here. Uh, let's go to the Jets. I got uh, Scheifels and Connor in there, and the boy Hellebuck as a backup. Uh, Scheifels still hitting a point per game. He hasn't been too impressive this year, um, but he's wow. been here or there sometimes. So, uh, Wait, you just I took Scheifele like and, and Connor. Oh, and Connor Strictly and Connor. Okay. And I didn't. I didn't hear Connor. That's where I was like, wait. Oh yeah, no, took, definitely. You Connor. took Shifley over Connor. I was like, what are you talking yeah, about? You're definitely but, not yeah, not fine. taking Connor because he's been super huge for this team. He's the one guy that shows up every single night, and you notice him um, hitting a point nine five points per game. Shifley hitting a one oh one over. Since yeah. the last All Star break, seeing like, I, like it's funny minutes, you bring so. up Shifley. Like this is just a comparison right away. I take Cairo over Shifley. Yeah, I was gonna snub old Shifley, but I um, snub Shifley. The, the his season's been bad. Minutes, like it's how do I, you? He's too important for this. He's team a minus nine and under a point per game. I don't think that's yeah, good hey. enough for Shifley. Like I, he's yeah, all. I feel you. I don't I get me wrong. Like I think he's gonna be better yep. than that the rest of the season, but. I just, I don't know. I, to me, I don't yeah. see it. I don't think he's been that great this year. Definitely a guy I'm very okay with snubbing on this list because there's so many other guys. I think so it's looking back a little bit for me is picking Connor. Definitely. No, no, that is. That is definitely looking back. Connor. But yeah, yeah fair enough. That's uh, the definitely other, the other ones looking make back a sense. little bit. The other two make complete sense. Obviously, Connor's been legit last yeah, year and sure. this year. Hellebuck's arguably the second best goalie in the NHL. Um, Maybe yeah, no, no. so. Uh, how many teams? Well, you got? Yeah, two teams left. Dallas, yeah, yeah, Dallas, and I think we gotta talk about Zona yet. Yeah, Dallas. Um, this is a team that I was just kind of referring to. That like I can't believe I didn't have some of these guys, and I yeah, like listen to these stats. It's Jason tough. Robertson over seventy nine games has gotten eighty two points, uh, plus yeah. twenty three. He's playing one 17 that I, minutes. I, I want to put in. Absolutely. Yeah. He's I feel so killer. bad. The only reason I'm taking him out is because I put Pavelski in because I think yep. he's lifted this line. Like, I I'm agree. not saying Robertson and Hints aren't good. I'm just saying that I think Pavelski was the all star that brought yeah. this line to I be. Agree. And yeah. he's 
he's he's proven that with 30, 36 goals, 48 assists, 84 points in 88 games. Sure. 18 minutes, man. Uh, you just can't ask more out of the guy. 27 power play points, 16 power play goals since the last All-Star break, which is just mind-blowing for what happened the, the first year he was with Dallas. Hey, like, right. he found himself. So just nice to see him get back on the mantle and really take it to the next level. 43 points in 38 games this year, so he's over a point per game. Um, just a fun, important guy to watch on that team. Uh, basically been the team that yeah. line. So the only other For guy sure. I got on this team is Myro Miro Heishkinen. Yeah. Um, uh, basically just based off of his minutes played. Uh, he's still he's hitting big. a point six five points per good game this year. Man. Like he's such so, a good defenseman. He's gonna be mm-hmm. underrated for a couple of years where there's just like cause like Makar and Fox and score so much and there's other young guys that mm-hmm. or even guys that are still older but are still really good in the league. Like I think he'll slide under the radar a lot through Yeah, exactly, because yeah, he's just he's not gonna jump good. off your page too yeah. much unless he just does something magnificent. Yeah, exactly. So and he yeah, is not nine and a half mil for a reason, right? Yeah, or eight or eight, eight and, and a half. half. Eight and a half is even better. Yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no and doubt. you questioned this so much when the first day it came out, and you've really like grown to like it a lot more and more as time is going on. Yep, yeah, it's funny, definitely. Because I remember well, how upset you kind of were at the, first. At first, you're like, I don't start, know, that's a lot, that's a lot, that's a lot. I think and at then, the start, I thought it was nine and a half mil. I think that was the biggest problem. I think I must have screwed I up. I also, I also think Heiskanen was the first, one of the first, if not the first two or three D-men to sign the big deal like this. Yeah, like the nine, around nine, so. Yeah, exactly, hey. Uh, that yeah, also no, might have been reasoning, but. He reminds me of like your Fowler and Lindholm, kind of like yeah. you're talking about those guys. Like, they're just too good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be better than that. He's so that's just exciting to see. Um, oh, I missed... Uh, with St. Louis, oh yeah, my extra goalie I put was uh, Jordan Bennington. Yeah, because it's just that too. Yeah, I wondered that. I was like, you probably take Benner. I yeah, do. Yeah. It's either Benner or like uh, I would Kemper take. No, what? No, who I almost take well, actually? You almost Veggie take Melka. Vejmelka just to take Black that Daddy. as your Arizona player. That's yeah. probably the. Probably that might be the route. I think he's been their most is... valuable player. I'd say so too. Well, let's, how many games has he played? He's played 24 games. He has a .905 for Arizona. That's incredible <laughs> awesome. as a rookie goalie. Awesome. He's played 24 yeah. games, a goals against average of 3.28. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I probably put Vejmalka in just if you have to put in the Coyote. Oh, that's a good idea. I should do that now because I don't yeah. want to say my next Zona pick. Well, who was your Zona pick? Dog. Yeah, I'd I put probably do too. He's too it's either Chicken or Keller. Is, yeah, like I was gonna go with Keller, but like or man, I was like mad Johan that I'm in Larson. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, just because of that last few weeks, last yeah, month. Here. Yeah, really no, recency uh, bias because he's the only one that stayed. Yeah, I'm just super mad though, because like you got good points with Forsberg and Shifley. Like I would snub him and put like Robertson and like a Hartman or a Cairo or something in, mm-hmm. and because it just. They've been just outstanding, but see, and I change or, yeah, or throw then, Keller in, or throw Keller yeah. in instead of Chickering because Keller's had sixty-two points in eighty-eight games over the last he's, year. So he's eight, a good player, minutes, just like, on a bad team, unfortunately. Keller, um, yeah, hey. but yeah, no, I, I personally, I just go Vishmalko with Arizzi because, like, 
he is truly shown he has won them games single-handedly um mm-hmm. multiple kept them in games so yeah. yeah and he's a rookie came out of nowhere like he's a created player like we we had no idea who this guy was we thought yeah. this was a random guy that picked up off the street and said here put on goalie equipment and mm-hmm. like he's a legit good goalie he played well in the check obviously to get here but yeah no yeah. that's my yeah, exactly um, little little chicker in the stats, like it's ugly plus minus. Um, but, yeah, but forty three points there. over the last seventy seven games, which is almost at a point six for Arizona, which I think is quite impressive for that kid. Uh, yeah, just a just a rough year this year. Um, which we expected minus thirty one this year. So like when I look at the whole seventy seven games, he was only minus six last year um from the all-star after the all-star break so that's not that bad you know they trade everyone away they're in dead last or second last or whatever in the nhl like they're doing better than we thought they were yeah playing 24 minutes this this year um and he's like helping those uh i think he's doing pretty good with some of these young guys they got and stuff like that so yeah oh nice to see nice to see him at least do something nothing great but yeah, yeah it's better than nothing. keller's probably more the all-star but yeah, i think you lean on chickering a little bit more than than we think fair but. enough yeah nope good that um, is the team though cool should boys. we get into our starting lineups then together yeah like you guys aren't not having sorrows as a starting yeah, goalie yeah sorrows hey, like, is the starting goalie yeah <laughs> without question uh i think our defense is pretty much the same at least one side is for sure kel mccarr right yeah yeah, yeah. uh i got roman yossi as the other one uh, yeah to me it's no question for those for that defense and yeah they're having. like the two best in the league in the league so. yeah so um forwards i can already tell it goes a different route so chase why don't you start with uh who I'm, is your forward group? i'm sorry to everybody because this is boring uh i have the colorado's first line that's my line wow okay see i didn't i didn't do that i snubbed some important yeah, players I not great Sure. I was gonna throw Cappy up there instead of Landis Dog, but honestly, like Landis Dog is so key, man. Yeah, like, fair enough. Damn. Fair enough. Damn. Uh, but yeah. so you got uh, Ranton and McKinnon and Landis Dog. Is mm-hmm. the line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Jordan, who do you got? Because mine are all different. <laughs> um, I have on the left Ranton, on the right Kaprizov, and down the middle Nazem Kadri. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's more where I'm leaning to. Uh, I got down the middle, Kadri. On the left, I got Kaprizov. And on the right, I got Jordan Cairo because I've been so, so impressed with him. I just, mm-hmm. I, and I, I look at it and I'm like, that should probably be Nathan would, McKinnon instead of Cairo. But I wish I could have like made a huge bet on Jordan Cairo this year because I would have a lot of money. I yeah. would have put so much money down on him being good this year. Yeah, I know, right? Like, he's I've doing liked better him than for that. So <laughs> so many. Like, holy shit. I've liked him <laughs> since I saw him in the World Juniors, and he was the fastest player on the East. Yeah, man. And I was like, oh, yeah, my God. This guy's going to skate around everyone. And this is, like, 2017. Yeah. I remember, like, ago. two or three years ago, like, or four even years ago, just being like, man, the St. Louis team is so good. We were always picking them in, like, the playoffs yeah. or whatever when we did our playoff uh things uh right playoff drafts or whatever but um man like 
it was just like this team's ridiculously good now and they got like Kairu and Thomas as like their prospects like these are super yeah. super good prospects and it's just like now we're like actually seeing this and, and they're like legit. it didn't take like four didn't years take long. Like, it took them it took like three, two years two. to like really really like that was a oh, decent yeah, amount man. of playing time for like two years and here they are now hey yeah man super super awesome I love it um no this blues team is dope I love Kairu the reason like I the more and more I look at it is McKinnon on that right wing. Kadri's my center because what he's done this year, I'm st- yeah. like people don't they talk about like oh yeah Kadri's been good but eh it's like no it's not a just a eh he's a top five in the NHL scoring like yeah. he is needs to be an all star as a top five player like he honestly is so close to being should be yeah, captain old, uh, uh, based on how good he's been. Old McD needs to take some notes off of Kadri. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched Kadri? He doesn't even skate. He's just standing <laughs> around out there, just like waiting right for places. passes to open up and waiting to dump it off. Like it's he's Hope just seven he's, wingers, I guess. He looks but... like uh, Crosby, kind of in a sense. <laughs> yeah, he reminds he just me of Crosby chills. every once in a while, just kind of chilling and he's a smart player, Kadri. Kadri's a very <laughs> smart player that lets his emotions get the best of him at times. Like that's the issue with Kadri. And honestly, yeah. if that's the issue then why weren't we complaining yep. more about Corey Perry throughout his career? <laughs> like Corey Perry was just as bad, if not worse yeah. than Kadri is. Right. Yeah. And we People never talked like, but Corey Perry okay. might not be able to get you through the playoffs because of that anger. What? He certainly did. He certainly did. They won a cup and went on many very good runs. Like, yeah, I don't know. So I love Kadri. He needs more. Caprizo has been the best player. I think for this Minnesota yeah. team, obviously like he's second year in the NHL and he looks like he's been here five years. Like he's so comfortable. So comfortable. Yeah, hey. So much better than everyone too. Like most people, like I, I don't yeah, know. Like, to... Top five, top 10, top 10, at least players in the NHL, probably the way you see yeah. play. Yeah. Like my, uh, not the Colorado line would definitely be, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kadri, Kaprizov, and probably like a Meow Meow Cat or a Kyle yeah. Connor. Maybe yeah, a Pavelski instead. Yeah, that's but. true. I sh- should have thrown in Pavelski, honestly. I-, I wanted to throw in a lot of guys in this. There's a lot of central yeah, guys this who are is, really good. Yeah, this is one of those divisions where it's just like, wow. But, you got yeah, way too many good players on your for teams. For sure. I definitely went more recency bias on this team than most, but... Yeah, which is G, because, like, that's the thing. Like, that's what typically it is. Do we want it to be a thing that's, like, See, and just I'm... how this guy pops out and, like, rips it up in this I, year? Cause, yeah. Like, I like, looked I, at I it as Nas. For me, Nas was a given because, like, everyone and... said he should have been the first name on any's list for an All-Star if it's not, like, McDavid, yeah. Dreisaitl, and, yeah. like, the obvious Yeah, the, name, only, right? the only thing um, I don't OB. like about... The only thing I don't like about that approach is that, like, guys will get nods for playing super good in the first half of the season. Yeah, and that's then, fair, but Kadri's also kinda, an anomaly. For some guys that, like, There's a well, couple. I was epic for, like, the last year or two years or a year and a half, and right. I'm not getting an all-star nod because I started off the year. Well, if, if you were so good for a year so. and a half, you should have gotten an all-star nod last year, then. Yeah, yeah. Right, and if they did, then you can't be as upset about not. I don't think people care as much about the All Star game too. Like we're arguing about this when we're when the players are like, yeah. "Fuck, I hope you take the other guy because I don't want to go." Like there's a lot yeah, of that exactly. case. So 
I don't know. It's it's yeah, but this is also apples to apples. Yeah, it's it's apples even... to apples. Like they're just as good as each other here and there. Some for longer, some are younger, and I think need more praise. And then some older guys I agree with you need to. Yeah, no, I like the idea of just doing it off like the first of the season because then it's always probably going to be different because then people yeah. can just light it up at the start of the year, you know. So then, like, people are getting all star nods that probably normally well, wouldn't like. And, and if we those... do, it, if I do it like this and have like a look over like the last year and stuff like that you're always going to end up with like your Kane and the Brinkats and for sure all these and guys on there because like they're they're that good yeah they may have 30 games that aren't great but like they were probably just dynamite the 40 games before that you know so yeah and it also helps with uh so it'd be tougher to make this make this all-star list but if yeah, you have it, it by just like the first 40 games of the year like fuck anybody could fucking make that all-star team right yeah that's true and, it, and like you also lot. gotta think like who's in the headlines like think of this season who were some of the biggest names in the headlines for having like such a good season and stuff right mm-hmm. like it is the colleges it's troy terry uh jordan Cairo. we talked a lot, lot about like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. these guys there that you're like i'm interested zegris like i'm interested in these guys i want to see them more so that's what the all-star game should be for should be the guys we want to see not necessarily who are having necessarily good years as well I don't know. It it should be pretty a lot simpler than they make it, and with certain names, I think. So, but anyways, uh, that's all we got time for in the podcast. I do have one other note, actually, as it just came up while we're in the middle of our All Star game. Uh, Canucks hire Emily Casting or uh, Castingay as assistant general manager. So that's cool. Uh first woman assistant general manager in the nhl so um i her name has been out there for the habs as well have looked at her a lot so it's really cool that she's assistant gm now just wanted to throw that out to close out the podcast um but anyways go follow our social medias on twitter instagram and youtube at the couch on ice and uh be yeah have a good day i'll catch you guys next podcast bye guys